All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Tater Talk. Recorded here in the a little chilly, a little rainy South Florida. This week is our crosscast with Taste of Dragon. So we're going to have some fun, tasty dragon tots for you today. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And uh, I'm sexy. I'm cute. I'm popular to boot. I'm Anthony. Oh. Um, I can't. Oh, bitchin' uh, great hair. Um, there you go. Go for it. I'm bitchin'. I got great hair. I something something. The boys all love to stare. The boys all love to stare. There you go, Brian. I think it's a. I'm on it. You're not. I'm everything you want. I'm Joe. No, I'm going to tell you guys. I know you're not pretty. You're not cool. I'm pretty. I'm cool. You don't dominate the school. I dominate the school. You don't. I don't. Who are you? Just guess. Oh shit! Is this Kristen? Not who are you? No, no, I meant your actual name. That's the next line. Oh, I'm Jen. There you go. Good job. You got your name. And we have our guest today. We've got. I'm here. I'm there. I'm everywhere, but in my hair. I'm Troy. I never understand the bits that you do. And I'm Manda. (laughs) (laughs) Those are our two guests from Taste of Dragons, as well as these other two traders over here. Yeah, we are also on. I like how I waved my hand like anyone can see what (laughs) I Everyone can see it. (laughs) So you know, I uh, limp-wristedly waved my hand at Joe and Brian. Yeah. Or strong, strong. I'm honest. It It was (laughs) (laughs) limp-wristed. They're like very like laissez-faire about it. They're like the parents that have two separate kids in two different households (laughs) and like need to make sure they visit them, you know. We still love them. Our beds were nicer, right? Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, totally. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, but but our food, one. our food is better, right? Yeah. yeah. Who has the nicest carpet? You know it's us. This is Burberry. <laughs> Quick, name us all in order from like to dislike. <laughs> you don't have to give us a rating, but you smile more here, right? <laughs> and by the way, Jen, who, who makes you more proud? <laughs> and Jen and Amanda, it was from Bring It On. I know. I saw Bring It On. I'm sexy. I'm cute. I was actually watching it today. I don't know. I I can't believe I gave up. I think the part that I because I was looking at Brian. I'm like, here's the next words. I know. And the next words. And now I can't remember what happens next. I've listened to several of your podcasts, and I've never, not once, gotten any of your bits until you explained them, and it was just like. Yeah, I've never seen that. Yes, <laughs> that is the goal. Yeah, we that got is... we got two gens on today. <laughs> yes, you do. You know what's great? Um, we've had more and more people who listen to our podcast coming and talk to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't matter how obscure or how weird the opening reference is, we'll get at least one person who's like, I'm so glad you said that. And you brought me back. And we're like, so you're the one. You're the one that one was for. Cool. Cool. Nice to meet you. Keep cool, build brain. I actually got, we actually got quite a lot of compliments about last week's. Brian sent me a text immediately after. Carlos was so happy. Jimmy was super happy. Our, our fan in um, Ecuador said that he's been quoting it all week now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I will say, in case anybody hadn't listened to last week's episode, there was a full Batman and Robin like, oh. like pun, pun off at the beginning. As oh, I yeah. told Madame Freeze when I pulled her plug, <laughs> this is a, is a one-woman one show. show. Revenge is a dish best served cold. Yeah. yeah. God. See, you guys so put on your Sunday's finest boys because tonight we feast. feast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wasn't Do there you a- know what killed the dinosaurs? The, the ice, ice age. age. Wow, we've done this two weeks. <laughs> I was about to say, we need to stop now. Yeah, Merry yeah. Christmas. Oh, you got it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I need an Uma Thermos. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, it's so ahead. cold. I need an Uma Thermos. No, that's oh, not the oh, movie. You went rogue. You went rogue. Huh? Yeah, so it's not like last week. That's Yeah, it's up. Well, it's not like last week because as we said at the beginning, we have 
our crosscast buddies from Taste of Dragons. I gotta say, you know, uh, Mandy on here, we're we're coming over from uh, Video Lane, Video Lane, Video Video Lane, Video Game Lane, and I gotta say, it's it's a pretty nice country. It's nice to to visit other uh, states and countries over here in comic book world. Uh, Welcome. I have to say that you guys are far more um, proactive in your planning for the podcast. So I'm curious how this is going to be received by you guys. Oh, man. The shackles are off. My wings are out. I'm ready to fly. (laughs) Like a true dragon. Like a dragon. Oh, I was going to go a different. I was going to be like, like an eagle. Or like a bird. I want to fly away. You went another different direction. You really are part of this podcast. But yeah, we got got our friends here, and uh, it's going to be a nice, sweet po- uh, crosscast because it is you know time of the holidays since they are our sister podcast. We a have bring the family cross-cast. together. Yeah, uh, and today that this is being released is Christmas. <gasps> yeah. So so Merry Christmas, you guys. Well, you guys jingle bells. Uh, Much like Christ, Christmas our stockings day. are hung. <laughs> <laughs> A special thank you to whoever is posting this on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Want you guys want to get into our comics of what Ooh. we're of what we've been reading? Flip, 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 flip. Because we've learned we can't actually ever achieve flipping the real pages. We tried with Jen. She just it just doesn't work. One week we finally gave her that task. Fucked it up from top to bottom. Top to bottom. And she even practiced it. I had it too. She did. She She, did. For a good like minute before we started, practiced flipping the pages. As soon as it was her time. See if I could do it. Flap. Yeah. I actually really liked just saying flip 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 flip. That works very nice. That's our first time. Imagine it like a comic book and just seeing the image of the pages and the word flip. Do you know what I imagine when I go flip flip flip? So stupid. Is that? thing at the end of TV shows in the 90s where it was that guy typing on the typewriter and he'd rip it off and it would go into the logo. Oh, yeah. Just, that's what I always think about here. Flip. Even when like, I go see a Marvel movie and they had like, the page. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not looking at Marvel. I'm seeing that guy typing, ripping it off and going, Well, yeah, let's get into our comics we've been reading this week. I will start us off. So, yeah, I read this week Once in Future number five. It is pretty darn good. Um... It is still continuing on mm-hmm. the story of of Percival trying to get or trying to help out his gran. I should love that name. I know Percival's Percival. a great name. Yeah, Percival's a great name. Uh, they knew it? what they were doing in the, you know the fifteen hundreds. I don't know when it was. <laughs> Did the they? medieval times were way before the fifteen hundreds? <laughs> I know by <laughs> a lot Did of years. <laughs> I wish we could kind of go back to medieval Let's time naming of things. This is, like, I wish we could just start naming kids like shit from medieval times because like you knew what person that was by their name. <laughs> uh, Grimble Shanks. Ooh. Why did, ew, ew, why did I go to cats? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. Hey boy. No, Hayworth. Hey boy. Okay, so maybe not Troy. We'll think of Troy's name for him. No, no I'm the Hey Boy. He's just thinking of God of War, you know. Hey boy. Boy. You know? boy. I think you had like Loki and Thor, and you had all kinds of like you had. I was to say you had King Arthur, but that's really not that different. <laughs> there's, the, the thing is that you there's, also, had, there's yeah. also a thing called the Tiffany problem because Tiffany was a, uh, yeah. a name back in uh, like the that mm-hmm. type of time. But if you use that uh, when writing about those times, uh, people get confused because they think it's a modern name yep. right? oh. without realizing, no, Tiffany was a nickname back then. Why don't then. people think of that when they think of John or something? Well, it's why they don't use Elizabeth a lot in modern uh, thing because Elizabeth became um, what was a popular name in like the 70s and 80s. 
But in the Renaissance, in like the Renaissance era, because of Queen Elizabeth, Elizabeth was an incredibly popular name, and they had the same thing where they're like, you can't really name characters Elizabeth now when you're talking about that because they either think you mean either the Queen Elizabeth mm. or they gives them the modern. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's really yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah. So, I could not get through Lizzie McGuire because of that. The entire <laughs> time. Just like, just like, oh, why isn't she a queen? Is it the queen? Yeah, that's why she know. was called Lizzie. Gosh, <laughs> weird. You think everyone would treat her with more respect? Right? Come on, you would. Me. You would show Duff respect. Yeah, <laughs> hey, but she's yeah. getting it. She's getting a comeback. But no, we're Is talking she? about once in future. Anyway, yeah. sorry, yeah. we're talking about we're talking about once in future, which and takes Percival. place in the in the present. But anyways, uh, <laughs> so so Percival uh, has realized that he has just been kind of manipulated. His entire life has been manipulated by his grand. Um, so he's caught up to all of us readers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, you actually find out the uh, the evil lady uh, that actually made a Galahad or uh-huh. whatever, uh, that that's actually his mom. That's uh-huh. actually her daughter. Yeah. And that's his mom. It's just that um, while he was sent away to, um, to become a backup, mm-hmm. uh, his mom had other plans. And she was like, no, I'm going to, I want to actively do this. So she created literally... <laughs> Through her, you know, vagina, another person <laughs> uh, with Galahad, as opposed to you know, other me. Hey, wait hey. a second, what? <laughs> There's lots of other ways. Leave that it you to can Brian to describe a Once woman a giving few... birth as through, you know, as 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 not at all sexual and <laughs> no. biological, created through her vagina. Like her vagina had like little arms and it manufactured it. When you said created two or three times, I was like, oh, like a golem. Okay, yeah, I get that's it. what I was thinking. Hey. That, that's basically what he is to her because he's just a tool in order for him, in order for her to get the world the way that she wants it. Right. That's how I'm uh, talking about births from now on. Did you create that with your vagina? Yeah. <laughs> See, like I'm starting it. You heard it here, folks. Trendsetter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he goes to the door. Um, uh, he realizes what he's got to do. Uh, so he goes to the door. He figures some stuff out. Uh, he's able to, to kind of save the day. Uh, him and his, I guess, half-brother. Um, uh, talk some things out, and his half brother is kind of mocking him because he's like, <laughs> "Why are you, why are you doing this? You know, I'm, a I'm right here. Wouldn't, yeah, a knight wouldn't do this. Why are you doing this?" He's like, "Oh, you're right." So he like throws his gun down, and then his brother's like, "Well, you know, I'm talking. Uh, modern knights would do that. Back then, knights would do anything to win." So he like holds up his sword. Wow. And he's just like, "Oh, dirty. I see how this is." So, uh, so somehow, even with a sword in his face, he's able to punch his brother. You know, let's just go with that. Uh, he's able to punch his brother. He well, steals. I mean, his brother was created with a vagina, so who knows and what he can do. You never know what he can do. He's got lots of powers. Uh, but he's able to, like, steal the grail and run out. Uh, and then he's, like, shouting back to his brother. He's like, oh, how's that armor feeling now? As he's oh, able he's to run. Oh, he's got jokes. Because he's not heavy. Yes, he's not heavy. My yeah. goodness. I know. So they have guns. And armor well, and swords. So once yes. in future, it's modern. I get it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, basically, what it is is uh, th- uh, it's like um, if pr- uh, as long as you know the story, you are involved in it. Okay. So it's kind of like if you believe it, it's true. Okay. And that's actually how it is. So like King Arthur, as long as you follow King Arthur's story, like his name is Percival, and he's been kind of living Percival's life without even realizing yeah. it. Yeah. So he actually has, like, he actually is the embodiment of Percival now. Right. But he had a gun? Yes. Because this is modern times. A sword. Armor. Because his enemy is, uh, is Galahad. Right. But he's actually 
actually is Galahad. He's actually lived his entire life as Galahad. Okay. Because that's what his mom wanted him to be. So he's actually the entire, like, head to toe. But she dressed like, him in armor and she gave him swords. She didn't let him have the modern trappings. Yeah. not shoot him is my question. Because uh, um, where they were, if you did anything that was outside the scopes of the story, oh, in quotation okay. marks, uh, you would be instantly killed. Oh. So like so like the okay. guy that um uh that went with Galahad, um, uh the ladies asked him like oh hey what are you um doing here and he's like oh well I'm this person and I'm accompanying um uh, Galahad, and he like instantly exploded because it wasn't Galahad who came to fetch the Grail it was Percival. Oh. So he yeah. was outside the scope of the story, oh, wow. and so he exploded because that's that that's how where they are right now. Okay. Is, interesting. When do you roll for dice? Um, that's actually in uh, the another book called Die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole point of this book is like they're, so these characters are being forced to play along with sort of the Arthurian legend. Gotcha, gotcha. But they're trying to change it. But you have to do that within the bounds of what the story sets forth for you. you can't, that's interesting. You can't go outside the You're scope. not allowed to break the story. Yeah. yeah. Do they have so, a rule book to be like, oh. They find them out as they go. Yeah, the rule book is like the, the, the uh, Percival, he's actually a historian. So yeah. he already knows all this. And that's just because he... He decided to be a historian, but that's why he, you stay in school. Exactly, my mom was right. But if he didn't know that and he went outside the bounds of whatever the story is while he was in this land, mm-hmm. he would be just completely destroyed because he's not going with the story. Okay, so wow, that's a lot of pressure. It's pretty cool, yeah. book, actually, and it's yeah. got beautiful art. Yeah, the art's great. Mm-hmm. The story's great. Um, pretty my much everything great. about this book is pretty darn good. Sweet. Uh, they so make yeah. a great British Bake Off reference, issue one. They do. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, comic of the year. So, boom, there it is. Uh, oh, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> I personally like Die better, but you know, that's 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 fine. Oh, is that uh, actually D&D? It's, it's an actual. It's a great oh, book. It's a great book. You it's guys actually probably should, you guys probably. Should I got that. It. I got that yeah. reference. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's actually like the covers are cool because it's a twenty sided die spread out. Oh, neat. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. actually you guys actually probably should pick it up. I'll give it to you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, once in future number five. Uh, still really good. Uh, still really enjoying it. So it's a good, uh, good modern, updated, but not really Arthur story. Uh, so yeah, that was my book. Uh, let's go to you, Joe. What did you read this week? I read The Amazement, that which is Folklords number two. No, Ooh. in case anyone had heard our last thing, we talked about it. We all talked about it. We all were like, Meh, it was okay. Mm-hmm. It's basically, a, you know, boring fables. If we didn't have Once in Future, <laughs> we probably would be happier with it. It was like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However... In this newest installment of Folklords Number 2, we follow Suited Boy into the woods with his elf friend as they do nothing but run into <laughs> people that are <laughs> ugly. <laughs> as they do nothing. nothing. You're welcome. That's the like book I would read, actually. <laughs> it's, well, they really, he just walks around, and his, fr- his elf friend, who I use quote air quotes for a friend, because they do tend to just berate one another and clearly don't like one another Well, right they weren't now. enemies I mean, in the first place. Right, they were, yeah, they weren't friends before. I mean, Anthony and I do the same thing. It's fine. It's true. Yeah, yeah, it's totally how this works. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so him and his you. elf friend, they're, they're complaining at one another as they traverse through the woods. They run into a, a, a she-golem, essentially, and the Sholem. she-golem Chases them and Shalom. then grabs Shalom. Suited Boy and then kisses him and then runs away crying. Very weird. They still wow. did nothing. They just ran away from her. That's all they did. <laughs> wait, wait, they kissed her and then no, she no, ran no. away? No, she grabbed the Suited Boy and then kissed him and then put him down and then ran away. And he's like, please tell me that you're a princess. And she was like, puts her hands in front of her face and then runs off. 
I've just Aww. gone over bars. It was it was really sad actually, but again, yeah. they did nothing. They literally just stumbled into an adventure and did nothing with it. And then uh, a little while later, you find out the elf boy. Uh, he's had a really messed up life. <laughs> like so, so suit boy's like, yo, why are you the only elf from our village? And elf, the elf kid's like, oh, my parents said that I was their little blessing. They found me on an adventure and whatever. And then it shows you what really happened, even they though he's saying him. this story. No, the dad found him in like a bushel of leaves, and he was left there to die. And the dad brought him home. So then the, the they're both older people, and the mom got sick and died. And on the mom's Whoa. deathbed, she's basically telling the dad, you need to get rid of that thing. It's cursed uh, i'm dying because of this get Whoa. rid of that that kid is not ours <laughs> and then so then he's like yeah they really loved me a lot and, and then it shows like him walking in when he's a little bit older and his dad hung himself and he like <gasps> was like so yeah life was a little weird for me you know and at first my mom was gone then my dad was gone and then i was there by myself and it's like oh my god dude oh. what is happening <laughs> that here? sounds like the story i want to read See that? Yeah. It, was, it was miserable so like elf guy yeah you're pissed you're annoyed you got your whole life's adventure stolen from you by suit idiot here and so suit idiot and elf guy get they get uh, disconnected from one another in the, in the forest elf guy is kind of off on his own thing kind of trying to find him and suit guy dumb bastard that he is runs into some candy and this is where the story gets great. Oh, oh, it gets great. Yeah, the last four pages. Oh, shock. Yeah, there's like 12 <laughs> panels. And in the 12 panels, you see him look down. You see him look up and go, oh, man, this is probably where... Gre oh, by the way, they did run into a girl named Gretel. Uh, this is probably where Gretel lives. And it's a candy house, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, we're, we all see where this is going? Yeah. This dumb bastard who does know that story, by the way. Uh-huh touches some candy and then it turns into a psychedelic like nightmare he touches the candy goes, oh no the candy's drugged uh-oh and then you see him start warping into the golem thing that kissed him earlier mm -hmm. and like turning into a gargoyle and he's like oh no this is bad and you see like the world swirling around him and everything is changing and then it just stops <laughs> wow tune in next week right okay. i was like folklore it's your boring ass first issue but this like late like candy trippy laced craziness what's going on now what they do nothing and then he touches some drugged candy Boom. Twist. Yeah. so i'll read the next one because i i want to know how messed up he gets yeah. i think it's just going to be high i think nothing's going to happen we'll find out Indeed. For context for you, uh, Amanda and Troy, the mm -hmm. kids in this, it's a fantasy realm, but they're all basically high school age. Okay. And the way they write them is as if they were high schoolers today. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. So, like, okay. they do popular missions. There's a popular people, the unpopular people. And they kind of, that's like, I'm sure that Golem was a high school girl who probably had a crush on him. Like, that's kind of how they played the characters. Yeah. So, cool. All right. Good, uh, good issue there, <laughs> Joe. And now, uh, Anthony, what did you read? I read Star Wars Kylo Ren. Star Wars? Kylo Ren. <laughs> um... You know, now having seen the movie, which we'll talk about later, uh, mm -hmm. I see exactly what this book was trying to do. It basically is trying to recontextualize Kylo Ren as not a bad guy. Uh, <laughs> bad guy. He's not, but but he's not a bad, bad guy. guy. I just murdered um, children. However, well, see. Hmm. Runs in the family. Oh. It runs in the family? So. <laughs> it runs in the family. <laughs> and also having now seen Star Wars, some of it's real goddamn dumb. Um, basically... How it, dumb is it, it? It goes back to when Luke <laughs> was going to kill Kylo. Right. Right. Yeah. And it picks up right there. No, no, sorry. It starts off with the Knights of Ren, who are led by a guy named Ren. Oh, wow. The Ren? And I'm like, oh. That's not how He's that so is. famous. You shouldn't have done that. That's <laughs> stupid. And he's just this shirtless dude with a helmet on who's ripped as shit and has like a scarred body. But like still shirtless and so, really ripped. So Zaz. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> is he really intimidating? Nope. Um, because he talks like 
he talks like he would go to every Perfect Circle concert. <laughs> oh, um, he's Perfect Circle. Counting bodies like sheep to the rhythm of the war drums. That makes me sad. What? Name four more of their songs. Oh, I don't care about any That's what I'm them. saying. He could. Oh, Ren could God. probably name every song they've ever done, including hidden B-sides. That's how they write him. Is Perfect Circle a 70s band? <laughs> yes. What? Yes, that's exactly who no. they are. Oh, cool. So, Nailed what, it. I love them. You're a good person. You know the one song. That I guarantee you, Ren, Ren's got to be part of They look like a motorcycle gang in the book. So, basically, they're out doing Epic. hood rat shit. Wait, it would be like a speeder bike gang? <laughs> no. It would be motorcycles. Oh, speeder they'd bike still be, be like, they just be like the... <laughs> they're hipsters, too. Um, they're out doing hood rat shit in the Star Wars universe. Then it cuts to, basically, right at the end, they're like, man... I want to go blow some shit up. Okay. Cuts to the planet where Kylo is. Luke is there. The whole thing happens. Going to kill him. And Kylo destroys his hut. And only his hut. Okay. Was Jabba there? No. Boo. Uh, uh. Him and Luke are like, da-da-da-da-da. And then the Knights of Ren decide to pick the planet Kylo's on to bomb that Jedi temple. Oh, okay. And they're so the ones who destroy it. coincidence. But then it wasn't. Mm. Hmm. Because it turns out Snoke manipulated them to want to go do that. And then as Kylo, because right. Kylo was like, I hate this place. I wish it would go away. And then it blows up. He goes, I didn't mean that. And as Kylo goes in to try to rescue everybody, Snoke, from wherever, uh, uses the force to manipulate the fire so that it gets stronger when he gets closer to it. And there's a shockwave that he's pushing him back. And then while doing that, he whispers in his head, come to me. This place is on fire and you don't want it. And I'm not on fire. And that's how. <laughs> I'm Very in, convincing. I'm in a, I'm got, in a flower sanctuary. I, I got a few things going for and me. by the way. <laughs> one of them is I saw not what on you fire. Did to, what yeah. your uncle tried to do to you. I would yeah. never. No, not at all. Um, so basically, the Knights of Ren get manipulated, but they don't really know it, into blowing up the temple. And then they happen to be there so that he can go off with them to Snoke. So... That's kind of it. There's like a couple other things, but it's not really important. But basically, the, the thing is like, look, Kylo was a victim of his circumstances. He's not evil. I'm like, mm, no, he fucking it, still definitely is. But he was a victim of his circumstances before he destroyed the temple. Yes, um, which turns which out he, he didn't very do. much did. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he didn't. Um, he did. I'm sorry. He did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently, no, he didn't. It was okay. the Knights of Ren and Snoke, well, or not Snoke, right? Uh, and and uh, he just was there. Poor guy. Yeah. Oh, terrible thing. The book was, it wasn't badly written, but I was just like, when, since I read it before we saw Star Wars, I was it kind of in a weird way. I'm like, oh, so I know exactly how, I kind of already knew, but like this confirms what's going to happen to Kylo in the Star Wars movie because this book coming out the week of Star Wars, trying to recontextualize right. Kylo as not that bad of a guy just confirms what I already knew was going to happen in the movie. Yeah. And then it kind of followed. And then the book's called Rise of, yeah, the book's called Rise of Kylo Ren. Yes. Of Rise of Skywalker. Uh, and it was exactly what I knew it would be. I'm like, and there we go. Yeah. It was whatever. Um, I'm a firm believer that sometimes revealing too much about something mm-hmm. makes it worse. Yeah. And by explaining more, which I'll touch on this later when we talk about Star Wars, by explaining more of the, the Knights of Ren to me, that didn't make them cooler. It mm-hmm. made them dumber. I call that yeah. Darth Vader syndrome. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Yes. Fair enough. Yeah. He's, he's perfect. I don't want to know anything else. I don't need else. no details. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an actual person named Ren. It's a guy named Ren. <laughs> it's, this, it's the same problem with the Han Solo movie. I didn't need to know that. As soon as you told me, it lessened Han Solo a bit. Yeah, yeah, Chewie yeah. was cooler, though, somehow. Yes. Well, because yeah. he's fucking Chewie. Yeah, yeah. It's Chewie. It's Chewie goddamn Baca. Yeah. Whose house is it? Ren's house. Chew's house. Oh. <laughs> 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 you know, Whose house? 
Choose House. <laughs> you know he stars in like his own one man show called Ren. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ren. <laughs> he has an HDTV right. show called Sith Ren Ovations. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't let you haven't met uh, Darth Lord Stimpy yet, but he comes. Oh, he does. Oh, he comes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure his name is Hux. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Aww. Wah, wah. <laughs> Don't whiz on the <laughs> lightsaber. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, uh, so uh, Troy, you also read a Star Wars book, correct? Yeah, you know, Star Wars is in the air. So I decided to piggyback on that <laughs> and, uh, like Yoda, just get a ride <laughs> right on to uh, uh, Star Wars Empire Ascendant, um, which is a collection of number ones. It is four number ones. I guess just give you a nice little taste. Into. Yeah, well, a sub- couple of the things are going to be happening. Um, the first one is uh, an echo of victory. Uh, you follow uh, two rebels uh, on Hoth um, before the events of the second movie. Mm-hmm. And they're just in charge of making the tunnels. And they're even just like, why are we building a base down here? It's <laughs> <laughs> really structurally unsound <laughs> to be building a base under a freaking like, you know, iceberg. Um, and so they talk about it. And then, of course, it's a, it's a guy and a, and a lady. Uh, it all caves in, and they're like, "Oh no, we're gonna die!" And no, no, if they if they come save us, it's gonna destroy the base, and we'll have to start over. So I guess we're stuck unless we find a way out. Hey, maybe we should we will we'll, we'll record a little message for our son to make sure uh, he knows we love him. And uh, it's like, "Hi, Poe." <laughs> you're like, "Oh, sure." <laughs> so it's Poe. It's Poe Dameron's uh, parents that are stuck under there, and they're wishing him like we love him and his dad's like I don't know if the empire if we're, we will be the empire she's like don't talk like that honey he's like I don't want to give him a false thing and then before they know it like everyone shows up Chewbacca and, and, and Luke Skywalker and it's like I got a lightsaber you're fine I just burned through this stuff you're good they got good, him out because that kind of makes sense because if they did die that would make the Poe Dameron in canon book not make any more sense so right. good nope yeah. just it's just a little thing yeah. and I kind of think that's what the rest of these all just little things that have zero impact well this is supposed to launch <laughs> this is supposed to launch the new uh, Star Wars series that's gonna happen in the next two oh, years oh okay yes if there's any context around this book please let me know because I don't know I'll that, keep you updated yeah, we'll keep yeah, you updated that's cool yeah. uh, the other one was uh, called In Service of the Empire it was about um, kind of uh, uh, a bunch of stormtroopers or death troopers uh, who received training from some emperor some, some uh, you know empire general dude and uh, pretty much they were so good at following their job that they turned on him. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I've trained you well. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like the three laws of robotics. Right. It was just like, oh, I did him so well. Yeah. I have to rebel because that's the only way that these make sense. You listen. <laughs> and so the, the hook with that was is that um, is that they're, they're brought up for like treason and they're going to be executed. And they're like, all right, you know, fucking take them down and kill them. And then uh, before they do, you know, our, our homeboy Vader shows up and is like, oh, you're going to kill your master? I can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I like you all. And uh, you don't know where it's going. These are all the number ones. But I'm guessing this is going to be some type of recruitment for him, maybe with, you know, his his inquisitors or whatnot. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, he definitely sees something in their rebellion <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that he wants to to tap. Oh, how ironic. I know, right? <laughs> it's, it's in the blood. Everyone else gets to rebel, and I've never gotten to rebel. I know. <laughs> it sounds it's like the Force Unleashed was still in continuity. 
Yeah. He started the rebellion. <laughs> I wish it was. Uh, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. <clears throat> yeah, that was a pretty good story. <laughs> um, the other one was about uh, 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 Solo pretty much um, gets a uh, bounty hunter to come do some dirty work. It, it all kind of, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just him doing stuff. And then each one of these is just, hey, here's this kind of interesting story that amounts to one little thing that happened in the movie. <laughs> and this one, it's a whole bounty hunter thing and mercenaries and, and, and spies and double patrol trails just to be like and now we have shield uh, schematics for hoth or or for um cool. for endor now we uh, have the endor. shield uh. the shield schematics great that's it <laughs> you know that's what each one of these is just is kind of long for to be like here's a little detail uh-huh. and the last one is, is about a star wars character i don't know about it's like a dr afra oh yes yeah, yeah. she's a spin-off from vader she's, she's awesome. actually awesome is she she's seen- basically star wars tomb raider yeah, oh. but you know, evil. That's cool. But, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it seemed like that was the hook with this last one to get you into this. This new number one is uh, it's it's a eulogy from wherever that thing left off. Okay. And then um, pretty much saying how you know she wasn't all that bad because she kind of sacrificed herself to do stuff, and then it'll looks like it's going to lead to something about her or with her. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Uh But it it actually number one starts with an epilogue. <laughs> That's yeah, what they called it. She gets, okay. her series just ended. Her series just ended, and she has a new one coming later next year. And then she's also going to be getting a Disney Plus uh, spinoff series. Oh, apparently. I'm Ooh. very into it. She's yeah. actually a really cool character. Yeah. She was one of the highlights of Vader's series for a while. Yeah. I mean, it which was is, good itself. But, yeah, yeah, which right. is why she got her own spinoff. Gotcha. Because uh, she did very well and she has uh, two droids as well, which are evil yeah. C-3PO and evil R2. Yeah, she's got a Wookiee. Uh, yeah, she's got an evil so, Wookiee now. <laughs> so I think that's where we're at. After the four that I read, if this this is meant, this is uh, meant uh, collection is meant to entice you to keep reading the ones, I think that one is the one that I'm most interested in because it mm-hmm. seems to be the most doing its own thing Yeah, mm-hmm. and not like relying too much on like the original trilogy timeline yes. stuff. Yes, nice. Um, and I'm actually, the way they talked about her, she wasn't even in that, that this... Uh, this uh, comic, yeah. but the the way that they talk about her does have me very interested to see what she's all about. So so good on them with that one. In all nice. fairness, you and Amanda would probably very much enjoy the Doctor Afra series. I mean, not as much as Die, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> and she's one of those characters in the Star Wars comics that they've created. Sometimes when you create a new character, kind of like in Fallen Order, we're like, well, why don't you why aren't you talked about in the other movies? She's one of those where she's created because of how she operates. She wouldn't. Be. She would never be talked about by anybody in the movies. Not right. even Darth Vader. Yeah, really. She would never, and it, it never be sense. a reason to make her, to bring her up because of how she operates. Yeah, yeah that's great. Oh, in yeah. fact, if someone ever brought her up, you'd be like, "Oh, you weren't supposed <laughs> <Why>? to be." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very interested. Nice, nice. All right, and uh, how about you, Manda? What did you read this week? I, I read Wonder Woman: Dead Earth. Ooh, that's a, that's a black DC label. black label book. It is. Uh, it's book number one, which is good. Of three. <laughs> yeah. Of three. Uh, so the world has ended in some type of nuclear apocalypse. You don't really know what happens because I think that's the whole point of the series is to kind of figure that out. For some reason, Wonder Woman's in a capsule. She doesn't know why. Uh, <laughs> and it flips back and forth between uh, flashbacks <laughs> and the present. Um, it's very pretty. Um, all of the art is super, super um, uh, appealing to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks more African than I've ever seen her look, which is kind of nice. Is she's got like a different style to her. She's not necessarily as put together um, as kind of like modern iterations. Uh-huh. Um, and they do like a few like scenes of like classic Wonder Woman finding the guy on the plane crash and talking to her mom. And mm-hmm. uh, and, and overall, the, the, the book was very um, 
It was really nice to look at. There were some monsters. <laughs> oh. That's okay. Oh, I'm just trying to give the nicest review. That's okay. That's actually okay. most of the DC Black Label books yeah. for us. The art is very nice. <laughs> Amanda, the, let the hate flow through you. <laughs> Tear the, it apart. The story wasn't bad. It was just, um, I, I don't think whoever wrote it is necessarily comfortable with dialogue. Because it's definitely written in a way where people just say what they mean. And I don't think anyone talks like that. Okay. Uh, so it was just like, oh, we don't know what happened because uh, uh, no one talks about it anymore. And they like say things directly. It's just like, oh, we think it might have been a nuclear apocalypse. And I was like, just if you thought that, why wouldn't you just say, oh, it was a nuclear apocalypse? Because that's what you think. You don't say that you think things. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. just think <laughs> them and then say them. And the whole book was like that. Which, which to be honest, doesn't make it bad. It was just like frustrating. Yeah, not, I don't, not, I'm not even frustrated. It just wasn't great. Yeah, wasn't a seemingly common thing amongst the black label books is a lot of them tend to seem to start off in the middle of a story, um, and because they're three issues, oh, you yeah. sometimes don't always get a resolution to that. You'll start off where it's like this story's already happened somewhat. Here's this these three issues in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. So it seems like that maybe also kind of has that problem. Yeah, it seems to be implying that the book will be about figuring it out, but maybe not. If this series finished and there were three of them and they never explained that, it would be a little disappointing. Yeah, because, I mean, that's how Batman Damned was. Batman Damned started off with, like, him, like, bleeding and him trying to figure out, uh, or you trying to figure out what actually happened as a as a reader. And also kind of him because he doesn't remember the night. Yeah, she doesn't remember what's so, going on. Yeah. So it seems like it's kind of along the same thing where it's like, okay, I mean, we, we've already had this, like, not this exact story, but this type of beast. This one has no penis. There Ooh, is a, there is a really no. good picture of Batman because this is in the apocalypse. So he's dead. So it's just him in the suit. It's like skeletal, which is a, <laughs> a very good, like, illustration. He still nice. wears it well somehow. Oh, he yeah. does. Yeah. He does. Gosh. This one this one has 100% less penis than Batman Damned, though. <laughs> that's, that, that's yeah, a, I didn't see any penises. In, when they first launched Black Label, they launched it. Originally, there was supposed to be this, a Superman book, and a Wonder Woman book, which we have now gotten, except the Wonder Woman and Superman are not what we were originally supposed to get. Okay. Yeah. The Batman book came out, and in it, there's like four instances where you see Batman's dick. I mean, you gotta know. And people yeah. lost their shit. And then DC apologized for it. They, <laughs> then they tried to spin some lie that they didn't know it was there, even though we all had gotten artist prints, proofs of the book months before. We're like, oh, there's the dick. Yeah. It's all over the wow. place. What yeah. is it like? It's a dick. In the background? No, it's oh, a dick. No. It's, no. Just, it's or, just basically, uh, he's walking around naked. Oh, okay. There's really, it's, right. there's well, nothing I mean, sexual about it. It's literally just if you didn't. It think, actually has a story think purpose. Batman yeah. had a penis. Right. I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. Yeah. All right. it's, it's when he's it's when he's feeling his most naked. It's you know, like thematic. you know, take contextual. So yeah, metaphorically, yeah. he oh, feels metaphorically most naked. So then he gets naked too. So it's a metaphorical penis. Exactly. Well, no, it's his real penis. It's a literal penis. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, he's okay. feeling he feels very vulnerable, and then. But he's not actually naked. No, no. So then he takes off all of his clothes after a mission because he also while he feels his most vulnerable. In the Batcave and in his mansion, he feels the most protected so he can be his most vulnerable because he just had a horrible night. Gotcha. Yeah, and the um, thing is, the, 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 this is one of those instances where they're showing you instead of telling you. So they don't actually tell you, you know, I'm feeling all this. It's just that because you're seeing him naked, because you're seeing him just, it's like four or five pages of him just, of no dialogue, to him just walking around the Batcave and his dealing mansion. Dealing with stuff. And dealing with stuff. down right, naked, right. And, and, he, and it doesn't shy away from showing you because he's, that's just how he's Okay, feeling. being vulnerable there. Yeah. Right. And what's funny is they kind of heavily overcorrected. And when they did issue two, there was obviously a scene where Harley Quinn was supposed to show her boobs. And, and was, they obviously just put a costume over them. They just painted oh. a costume over it. The costume Aww. even had like the areola shape in it. Everything. Because like, in it, oh, she was trying to rape him. 
Oh. Yeah. Yeah, she oh was, no, yeah. Uh, there was there was a there was a reason for it, but it was still one of those. It was an overcorrection. And they but were anyways. like, "Whoa, no, we can't do this now." Draw, yeah. obviously, draw a costume. On <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was interesting. It was a crazy book. It was a crazy time. But yeah, so all right, so Wonder Woman number one. Eh, at least the art's pretty. Yeah, it was very pretty, <laughs> okay. and the story was fine. I just yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. care for the dialogue. Understandable. All right, uh, and then Jen, round us out. What did you read this week? All right, I read uh, Tales from Har- Harrow County. And it is okay. So I never finished Harrow County, the first series. Okay. Um, and but this definitely does seem to be a follow up. It is set in the same place. Um, it's like uh, like small, out of the way county in um, the South. I will say. Um, I and it's still set during sort of segregation during the South. Um, it's following Bernice, the main character's friend, and the afterwards she's now more of like um a holistic medicine person she uses um the area and the stuff around her to treat the people in town um and what's happening is it's i really wish i'd really been able to peg down the date because it's during a war and a lot of people are dying and so people the they're getting like you know official letters that people have died in the war Mm -hmm. um so the whole point of harrow county is it's more like all this supernatural, like something like ghost stories, like ghouls and haunts. Um, I think they call them haints. Um, exist <laughs> in this um, in this, in this county yeah, yeah. in this world, um, and so they've been on the quiet for a while. But we see the first uh, instance that um, the whole thing is <laughs> a ghost. Um, the dead sing, and sometimes the living sing as well. And so ghosts are coming back. And when the hmm. living call on the dead, sometimes bad things come too. And some dude gets his face eaten off. Sounds very harrowing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so the art, I've always enjoyed the art in this series. Um, it's a little more watercolor, um, but it is, they definitely keep it up. And it was a good read. It's yeah, very, if, if you like the first series, it's very much a lot of the same. I can't speak to how the last series ended, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, apparently good enough for them to make a a follow-up. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do like, uh, because right now you're on the very last page, I do like the way that this looks. The the ghost itself, the teeth are really nicely done. Not Uh to shit on another book that we aren't talking about this week, (laughs) (laughs) but I kind of wish that's how the last couple pages of Red Mother looked. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, Mm. that was our book of the week last week. (laughs) <laughs> like I don't want to shit on it. I also kind of wish that's how Nomen Omen looked. Yeah, which was a book of the weeks from like, about a month actually... ago. Damn, Nomen Omen. Yeah, it's not good. Don't well. It's a great title though. Oh, it is. That's oh, why yeah. we read it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really. We'll talk about that after this podcast. Okay. I think the art really works well for the style of storytelling. Like uh-huh. it works really well in the day to day. Everyone looks really well, like thought out and uh, fresh, and Rendered then well. and yes. And it, well. the, the art looks like uh, like a, what a lot of the advertisements look like back in this time. It looked like to yeah. me, like the way that those advertisements oh, would yeah. have been drawn. It does have more of a folky, like yeah, yeah, yeah. old timey, like yeah, like small town general store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's get, what I'm getting. Get your from. pomade yeah. yes. over here. It also yes. looks consistent. Yes, it does. Which is not always a thing you can yeah you can do with that say style. about comic books nowadays, especially in that style. Yeah. Um. Yes. Oh, and it works really well with all the ghosts. <laughs> I love how, because they're like really well, it's it's really pretty, you guys. I it's really, sounds, really pretty. It sounds dumb, 
I always like a ghost story or a supernatural story that also is not afraid to use colors. Yeah. I feel like yeah. a lot of comic books just go, it's going to be black and white or mostly or blue dark. or very dark. I like mm-hmm. that this has got reds and greens, greens and, and yellows and blues. I actually like, I always find a ghost story way more frightening when your world's in full color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. So, all right. Well, uh, nicely done Oop. there, Jen. So this was uh, Tales of Harrow County? Uh, Tales from Harrow County. Tales from, okay. Number oh, one. Number yeah. one. Number one. Except for the next one. I, I did enjoy this character. Oh, I like the cover. The yeah. cover is really pretty. Nice. It's, yeah. It's very ethereal. Yeah. I like yeah. all the skulls. Yeah. Yeah. They're like nice. little. Yeah. I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, good job, Jen. You finally picked a good one. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> the shade on that compliment. I to do it in real life. I'm just know, glad you didn't read everything. Uh, I'm glad to be here for it. Yeah. Really glad that we got to witness it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, uh, lo- you know. Does it does it sound like that? Can you, can you experience, do you experience this when you listen to Tater Talk? Is it Does it sound like the shade being thrown is like that visually as well? Uh, you know, as, as a longtime listener, first time caller, I got to say that uh, <laughs> I think there is a, a lovely live quality to it that adds. Yes. Um, yes. That actually is a comment Carlos gives us a lot whenever he gets to come watch us record. <laughs> uh, that being Jeez. said, my imagination gets the job done. All right. All right. Jen, Jen, you tell him it's quality, not quantity. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, Brian. Yes. And so now we have, that's the end of our books. So now we have our normal book of the week. Yes. Which would be. Which would be uh, Doomsday Clock number 12 because it finally ended. Would you like to elucidate on that? I, I would love to. However, um, in true Doomsday Clock fashion, uh, we're actually going to delay this book of the week until next week. <laughs> <laughs> a doomsday uh, delay. Because this delay. goddamn book has taken over two years to come out with 12 issues. That's fine. Wow. It, su- it was supposed to be, uh, what, like every other week or something like that? Yeah, it was, supposed to be, it was supposed to be out within six months. Um, and it was supposed to be a course correction for the DC Comics universe. But then it took so long to come out. Uh, everybody just had to be like, well, screw it. And they just had to keep on telling their own stories. The editors had to actually tell them, move oh. on without it. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. It was supposed to be not just a course correction. It was supposed to be in continuity. And it was supposed to set up DC's brand new comic continuity. Yeah, because Watchmen, uh, you, you were supposed to find out that kind of uh, Dr. Manhattan's the one that messed, up, uh, messed with all of the DC continuity, which is yeah. why they are the way that they are. And that's why they had 52 uh-huh. and all that. Oh. Uh-huh. So it was supposed was to the explain. Flash again? It turns out, so the Flashpoint... Yeah. When that happened, he created a break that Dr. Manhattan could see into the DC universe. Oh. And so then Dr. Manhattan took 10 years. Oh. Yeah. Which is to why see what they happened. Have a, yeah. Which is why they have a 10 year gap. Uh, so, so that's what this was supposed to be. So, yeah. In true Doomsday Clock fashion, we're going to delay our book of the week until <laughs> next week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I thought that was just kind of funny. So that's we're going to do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but then also, uh, our Marvel Minutes that we do every week. Uh, we're also going to delay to next week because uh, next week is uh, Christmas week. Yep. Uh, or actually, yeah, yeah, it's going to be Christmas week. So no real books are going to be coming out. So we're just going to, and since five of them came out this I was week. Saying, and also five goddamn expos came out this week. And it would be unfair to make our guests read five number fours of the dawn of xbox yeah yeah i really think the colors are good on this page um, so pretty uh, i like really how it be, doesn't have numbers at the bottom having read all five ex- oh no having read four of the five yeah, four of them, yeah. i will say these issues will only make sense to those of us who've been reading since powers in the house this is one these ones are like 
Oh, because here's some middle things that you need to know some information that explains some the other one. Exactly. <laughs> you guys be like, I don't know what the fuck this means. Yeah. So we're going to delay that to next week as well. So we're going to focus more heavily into those um, versus what we've been reading because that's probably what all we'll be able to read next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only 15 books coming out next week. Exactly. Ooh. Yikes. Oh. So uh, so yeah, that was our uh, Marvel Minute as well. <laughs> Although we took a little, about a minute. That's about a minute. That's so fine. That's fine. Uh, so yeah, let's bring us to our news segment. <laughs> oh, you are a fan. Yeah. <laughs> da, na, na. Uh, so let's I start. I tried to join in on that and I started to cough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, again? Uh, let's start off Shut with... Shut up, uh, Ryan. Oh, my collarbone. Uh, let's start off with... Uh, <laughs> that got Joe. Uh, Bob Iger, he what, talked to Tom Holland? So in an interview, he opened up about... Um, famously, a couple weeks ago, we found out Tom Holland... Uh, said he think he was part of the deal with Disney and Sony that he drunkenly called Bob Iger oh. and was tearful on the phone and that's apparently what kind of spurred deals got, deal got the talk so lubricated with his tears. So Bob yeah. Iger did an interview today and he said yes, actually it was Tom. It was talking to Tom that actually did get the deal done. He does deserve the credit. He goes, however, I did not know he was drunk <laughs> until he said something. He goes, but now that I know he was drunk, it makes our conversation make a lot more sense. <laughs> He's like, because I called Tom. Because I really was heartbroken because I love this kid. He goes, I called him. He said, hey, I just stepped out of a pub with my family. I'm sorry it's noisy. He goes, but he was really energetic and loud and a little aggressive and a little sad. <laughs> he goes, but I didn't think anything of it because he's like 23. <laughs> he goes, but then I saw that interview and I realized, oh. He was plastered. He was shit-faced. <laughs> that explains this conversation. He goes, but yes, a drunken Tom Holland. Tom he goes, Holland. I literally got, I told him, trust me, I will fix this. He was like, hung up the phone and immediately then called the head of Sony and was like, we got to work this out. Yeah. He's like, so it is that phone call. He's like, I had no clue he was drunk. <laughs> Tom, Holland, Tom Holland did that thing where you're like in the back of the Uber and you're like, I'm going to text my ex. I'm going to call them. <laughs> I just want to tell them. I just want to know. I just want to know what this is. This is a good idea. This is a good idea. I will say, I think that's further proof that they literally did find a Peter Parker. That's the most Peter Parker thing Aww. to do. Yeah. <laughs> to drunkenly call someone you're, that, that you're having a problem that's not your problem, but you want to fix it for them. Yeah. And it accidentally just works out. <laughs> hey, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Drunkability. <laughs> I, was, I was reading a, a, an article about it and they said uh, uh, that Iger said something like, you know, there's, there's a possibility that this might work. Like there's a situation where this turns out differently. Yeah. Uh, like, like the middle of the phone call is like, this isn't, Set in stone. If yeah. we need to change this, we can change it. Like, this is business. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. know what I'm yeah, doing. In the article, I'm talks about Bob that. freaking Iger. I know <laughs> what I'm doing. But well, thanks, and yeah, he's, Tom. He says in the article, he says, like, it could work out differently. And apparently Tom was like, it needs to. And he's like, I just thought it was an actor being excited. But I didn't realize because he was drunk. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, our next bit of news. This is just hilarious to me. Uh, so Red Carpet Home Cinema, that uh, that company that you could pay $15,000 in startup fees and $2,500 per movie to watch new releases in your house. So this was tailored to the ultra rich, the ultra everything. Uh-huh. Uh, so that way they don't have to deal with us plebs. Um, <laughs> it's about time we got out of here, Mandy. Yeah. Yikes. Oh. Uh, they uh, they apparently are not doing so well. No oh. shit. Uh, apparently, uh, they've only signed up about a, a less than a hundred people, 
for their oh, service oh, since wow. I was Hober. That's not enough. Uh, which, I mean, <laughs> when you think about it, 100 people, $15,000 a pop, that's still $1.5 million. Do but I, probably all the deals they had to make with all of the companies. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know. Like, the, the people who make that money have their own way of seeing the thing, these the movies. The people who they're marketing to already aren't seeing it with us losers. Yeah, but the, yeah. The, what's even more funny about that is... These people are so so ultra rich and so everything that we you know just are just slightly held back from. Um, <laughs> that's the biggest annoyance and hurdle that they've had from potential customers who haven't signed up, is that they can't put the the machines on their yachts or private planes. <laughs> it's because, a machine. Yeah, yeah it's a projector. Because it, it's a giant projector. Because what? they have to be able to con uh, go back and forth with the that's uh, a big with, ask. Anyway, go but, ahead, yeah. But the reason why is because they only have domestic rights. So uh, if it's on no. their planes or their yachts, they're going to be going international, and Can't they don't do have it. the rights to that. What a bad business plan. So It's like, hey, we're going we're to target an they, audience and know nothing about that audience. Yeah, yeah there's a pretty bad business plan. Because again, the people you're marketing it to are already not seeing the movies with us. They either have private theaters they go to to see it, or they get to, they're the ones who get to go to the premieres of yeah, the movies. They're, yeah. they're friends with the people yeah. Yeah. who like, have the early cut of that movie. In fact, mm-hmm. they might work for the studio making that movie, or but, they may be yeah. in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also a very small pool of people. Uh, it's it was, yeah. not as small as you think it no. is. Because I mean, they were hoping to have, I think, uh, they were hoping to have uh, 4,000 people in New York. Uh, I think like two or three thousand in LA, and then like a couple of hundred sparse throughout a bunch of other cities. Right, but normally you market a product towards the U.S., which is like a much larger pool than it's like. Okay, the ultra rich in the U.S. is a much smaller pool, and it's like, oh, it's going to be fifteen thousand dollars. I was like, well, okay, well that's a much smaller pool than mm-hmm. that. And then those companies already uh, like that's that's well, already yeah. a gamble. So yeah. those four thousand people in New York, you're hoping to market it to. Probably do group. Let's rent out this entire AMC tonight and watch all the movie we want. You it's know, al- it's also funny because uh, this has already been tried before by the uh, by the founder or one of the co-founders of Napster. Yep, they tried to do this I think about ten years ago, but uh, the actual biggest problem that they were running into is that it wasn't expensive enough. Uh-oh. So the people who it was geared towards didn't feel it was a uh, a luxury enough, pro- yeah. product that everybody could have it so they didn't have it because it wasn't expensive enough i want to live a life where my priorities get flipped <laughs> where my bigger concern is something isn't as expensive as <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah you gotta fire island i want to i want to live that life but not be that way yeah <laughs> how do you advertise to people like that that has to be all word of mouth yeah. yeah, you it's, have it's to have an in. It's the same and way that, that, weird, not, that weird card was advertised to those rich people. The Fire Island guy advertised those cards. There's like ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like email list or you know their agent or their they assistant. They don't read their own email. No, no, no. Yeah. But you get an email list for their agent or Someone assistant does. to read and go, right. oh, hey, Meryl Streep, Spanakopita. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, why I went with those two weird ass <laughs> references. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, so, and then we also found out uh, what money and time can do to a body under the Marvel uh, studio. Jesus. <laughs> uh, what's his name again, Anthony? Come on, Gianni. Yeah. I definitely mispronounced you know, his last name wrong. The stand up comedian. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the almost Oscar winner for the big sick. Turned like amazing a, writer a, and yeah. actor. Goddamn yeah. gay porn jacked. Yeah, but the <laughs> brick shithouse that he is now. Have you oh seen the God. photo? I have. I, I, I love that he told Very the truth open. in his yeah. thing he's like i would never he goes one now that i'm in this shape i now know why i was never in this shape mm-hmm. <laughs> and i wouldn't have done it without a full year of prep the best personal yeah. trainers in the world and 
of the biggest studio in the world paying for this. Yeah, and then he on top got, of that, yeah, yeah, and then on top of that, he also had he also already had a personal trainer that he was working with normally. Right. So he was already in pretty good shape before yeah. even starting this. That took yeah. a year to do. But Marvel's like, we got that glow up for you right now. Body <laughs> by Marvel. Here we Body go. By Marvel. Yeah. I swear, I really hope he's wearing a costume that actually shows the hard work off. I'll be so sad if he's not wearing one that yeah. shows it. Like, ah, oh, shit. Well, I mean, he won't be sad. Yeah. Well, like b- being so familiar with uh, with him from uh, Silicon uh, Valley, and- from Silicon Valley, and stand up, whatever. When you first see that picture, it does not look real. No, oh, it's yeah. like a Photoshop. A thousand percent. You're so like, that cannot fake. be Kumail. That wow. cannot be the big sick guy. That cannot be. Sounds like an old lady just now. It looks it's like it- a Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Photoshop. Um, but I swear, there is one vein. That starts uh-huh. his middle finger and, just and goes, goes all the way up to up his earlobe, yep. and I'm just like, well, "How is that even possible?" And there's video <laughs> of how many takes too. did you get, like hitting that one <laughs> to make it like bulge the and entire way And there's also like up. video of him doing it too. And I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. They and need then, to make one more season of Silicon Valley. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then the funniest detail about this is is that he posted um, Pornhub. Mm-hmm. They have icons that they switch up regularly for like you know this and this lesbian whatever. For muscular man, they switched it out to his photo. <laughs> and he actually posted, he goes, no, it hasn't been a weird week at all. <laughs> Wait, well deserved. You oh, worked yeah. hard for that. Yeah. Very well deserved. So, But you know what? That seems to be you. the trend with Marvel. Like, not just him. Uh, Sebastian Stan, who was already muscular, posted a photo right before the beginning of Winter Soldier. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier, and yeah. he's like, again, and Sebastian Stan was already a muscular. Right. And he's like... I guess I gotta be even more muscular now. And he posted right. a photo and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Uh, All Ch- of Ch- you. Chadwick Boseman, super skinny dude. Yeah. I think the like, only oh, person yeah. that didn't yeah. any interview, like mm-hmm. super skinny. I think the only person they didn't have to work on is the guy playing uh, Shang-Chi because he was already incredibly <laughs> yeah. stacked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, he was. On Kim's this is why I'm hired. Well, yeah. on Kim's Convenience, he was known as the guy with abs. There's actually a whole subplot. Yeah. Have you ever watched the show? No. So on so Kim's good. Convenience, there's a whole subplot where he keeps accidentally stealing his roommate's girlfriends mm-hmm. by doing nothing. He'll just like, he'll, a roommate, his roommate will have a girlfriend over and he'll come out of the shower with just a towel and they'll instantly dump the roommate and try to date him. Aww. And they just keep seeing, like one of them is where the roommate like has a girlfriend, make sure he never brings him home. <laughs> and one day she happens to be walking past the gym while he's working out and she goes, I'm breaking up with you. And then he goes, I'm bringing my new girlfriend over. And it's the roommate's ex-girlfriend because he's so muscular. <gasps> <gasps> so it's actually, his body's actually a plus. So he's probably one of the, him and Chris Evans and Hemsworth are probably the only three they didn't have to like even then, Chris Hev- Chris Evans was oh, oh, yeah. was oh my god that that scene where he comes out of uh, the oh. thing I was like who how oh. he was, went in a brick oh, shit house and came out a double brick shit house yeah. and, uh, and and what's what's his name from uh, uh, Parks and Recreations uh, Star Lord oh yeah, yeah Chris Pratt oh my like, god yeah, what a, yeah. what a transformation that was oh yeah well. oh yeah absolutely that's that Marvel thing Marvel Jim speaking of body you know who I'm, I I whose body I love and she's actually credited Marvel for this I still love Scarlett Johansson's. She's never gotten way skinny, but she is toned. Mm-hmm. It looks good. Like she, it's like that, pr- that proof of you don't have to be a size zero waist. Right. She's definitely not. She yeah. will never be because of the musculature. And she was when she was on um, uh, Actors on Actors, it was her, Chris Evans. She flat out said, she goes, I'm actually so good. She goes, I prob- I have, because of Marvel and this, I've stayed in a physical shape I probably never would have been able to get into. Mm-hmm. She's like, I, she's actually super loves martial arts now. Mm-hmm. She goes, and I probably, she goes, now it's a lifelong addiction. Oh, yeah. And she's like, it's the only reason I recovered from my pregnancy as quickly as I did. She goes, because I wasn't even trying. Just my body was instantly like, cool, that's done with. But this is your default. Let's go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snap back. And she looks great. Like, I love, I always love the way she looks in her costumes. Because oh. it never looks super 
deformed. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And then uh, last bit of news, I think it'd just be kind of funny, uh, <laughs> is uh, Bill Burr was on Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. And, um, <laughs> Finally. But, but he's been getting a little bit of crap because, you know, he dropped Baby Yoda. Uh, and How yeah, dare he? And, uh, threw him, more like it. Yeah, threw him. Uh, but uh, So he has his own podcast, uh, which is called... Called Drop the Baby Yoda. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Uh, is it? The Monday Morning Podcast. Yeah, uh-huh. Monday Morning Podcast. And uh, so he went on it, and he uh, did a pretty funny rant that I, I, I thought I would share, because it's pretty funny. Uh, he's like, all right, so here's the deal. I didn't even drop Baby Yoda. The fucking robot dude came out of hyperspace. He didn't tell anybody, right? <laughs> and until you're, in, until you're in hyperspace holding a fucking baby and some robot, like, that's not unsettling enough. It's driving the fucking thing and slams the brakes. Let's see how you do, all right? Walk a mile in my fucking space slippers before you fucking come at me. And... Uh, <laughs> So I thought it was pretty good that he was like in character. (laughs) I still love that whole like he was an Imperial sharpshooter. Oh great! I wasn't a stormtrooper, wise ass. So I thought that was pretty damn funny. Because you, you know that he's probably getting like actual threats oh, yeah. over this. He's well, like, what's funny come, is come on. Him yeah. being in Star Wars has already been contentious. He is oh, yeah. famously not a fan of Star Wars. Yeah. Oh really? Um, he hadn't even seen a Star Wars. What? And he says he goes. I think the reason why I'm not a fan is I didn't. I never saw a single Star Wars movie until I was in my like late twenties. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like, because when I was they came out as a kid. Because they actually came out when I was a kid, but I just had no desire. So I was like, ew, who cares? They're, they're for kids. He's like, so I didn't watch it as a kid when I should have to get that hook. He's like, so mm-hmm. as an adult, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Fucking space wizards. Right. Yeah. So he was already getting shit for the, like, oh, you're going to be in Star Wars and you don't like Star Wars. He's like, shut up. Yeah, because yeah, he was it, actually the way it happened is he was at a uh, party with uh, John Favreau. Mm-hmm. And Favreau actually came up to him and, and asked him while he was at the party. Mm-hmm. And Bill Burr was like, no, I, I hate Star Wars. I make fun <laughs> of it, you know, during my comedy. Why would you want me to have it in there? And uh, Favreau was like, well, I, I think your fans would get a kick out of it just because it's you, <laughs> yeah. you know, because you hate this so much. I think it'd be hilarious if you were in it. So Bill Burr, because of that, was like, all right, fine. All right, and then fine. he showed up on set and he's like, oh, this is like a spaghetti Western. Yeah, yeah this is all right. And what's and great plus, about that is he hates Star Wars. And now Favreau has given him, if his career ever hits the skids, he will forever have an avenue of money by just going to conventions. Uh-huh. Yep. Always. And you know what? His character never saw Star Wars either, so he's just being true to his character. (laughs) Do you know the robot was Richard Iowati? Yeah. Yeah. She called that. I was very I didn't get it from the voice. I love that robot's design. I thought that was such a well-designed droid. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I I think that entire episode did very well with their designs of the people that Mm -hmm. they had. Uh, So, yeah. I think that'll do it for the news this week. Yeah, it's so, the die down noise yeah. we do. So uh, Anthony mentioned it earlier, but uh, we all saw saw Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars to heaven, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Rise of the Escalator, and uh, we all saw that uh, this week. So uh, it goes uh, think, from stairs to moving. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's that's your that's your reward. You uh-huh. know, you don't have to walk them anymore, and. Uh, so, so I think we should talk about it a little bit because, I mean, it's a kind of a big deal. I mean, how I can you not? I mean, how can you not? It was the end of nine movies, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. How, how'd you guys think about it? Troy, our guest. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I generally had a really fantastic time watching the movie. Yeah. I uh, There were uh, some good parts that were... Um, Generally overwhelming, I think, in a, in a in a good way of calling back to to different um, uh, episodes and whatnot to to bring it back in. 
Um, the I thought it looked gorgeous. Like there's there's a few times where you just take a picture of what you see on screen and you're like, damn, somebody's got an imagination. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think what I liked most about it though is it. It definitely felt more in line with the first movie. Like for better or for worse, it was picking up on a feeling that I think the the, the second movie uh, didn't necessarily have. Okay. And I was trying to pinpoint exactly what that feeling was. There was definitely you know a lot of new characters that were interesting to look at and uh, nice nice background characters that were also fun to fill mm-hmm. in the world. Um, but I think the the one thing that I really um, appreciate about this movie is how they were all together this time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Finn, Poe, Ray. I mean, I wasn't... Uh, I didn't hate the last movie. I wasn't a big fan of the last movie. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until seeing this movie that I realized that, for me, the greatest tragedy that that last movie made, The Last Jedi, was splitting them up. Yeah. Because I really do like their chemistry together. And in that first scene when they're all together, it's a really quick shot of a sweeping camera angle, them just going back and forth and talking, and Ray's there, and Finn's there, and Poe's there, and you just get their dynamic. I felt like I was breathing again, like, in the <laughs> same universe. And I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, this is nice. I like this feeling of them being friends and helping each other. Um, so I, I definitely had a good time there. I think there was probably, um, as far as, uh, as criticism for me on it, um, the 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 skip of uh, thematic. Um, oh yeah, yeah between yeah. the the two, like you got the movie that J.J. Abrams was going to make. But in the scrawl, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like, oh, that was going to be the second movie. Wish I could have saw it. Yeah. Uh, we were saying that the whole, a good metaphor for the series is Kylo Ren's helmet, where it's the <laughs> full helmet. And then the second movie, they crush it to tiny pieces. Yeah. And in this one, they put it back together, but you can still see the cracks. But it that still was looks this movie. pretty cool. I, yeah. 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 I like the helmet, but I can see the cracks. I, I like that analogy, actually. <laughs> yeah. I was a bit shocked that they gave up the ghost in the opening crawl. Like, oh, shit. Cool. I guess that's where that like, and I agree with you. I felt like that was the opening crawl. Was like, this is what it was supposed to be. If I hadn't left, yeah. yeah. W- wouldn't that been nice? Yeah, yeah <laughs> or it, it, better. Was, yeah, I, I get it. We were, you know, we were jump roping, and then uh, somebody skipped a beat. Uh, but that's okay. We're back. We're back. Yeah. We're back yeah. on the double dutch. It's fine. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of things were checked off the list of like, fix this, fix that. Okay. Yes. You don't yeah. like Rose that much. Okay. We'll put her over here. Yeah, and yeah, we got yeah. the helmet back. Check that. Uh-huh. It was just kind of going down the, the laundry list there. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was nobody. But that's okay. You just only wanted <laughs> her to your think. perspective. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a choice. She was nobody yeah. based off your perspective. Yeah. Oh, God. It was just check that. Check that. Yeah. Um, Captain Phasma did not get a check, though. No. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I she actually, was gone, gone. I was actually shocked we didn't see her. Same. I was actually Especially because we though. heard a bunch of female stormtroopers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Every single person that they shot, every single, like, the only people you heard that were, like, going downstairs or anything, they were all just women. It was just like, pew-pew, pew-pew, ah. Yeah. Pew-pew, 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 ah. But, like, it was just <laughs> all women who were making noise yeah. as they were getting shots. And it was like... Are they just murdering women? Because I kept, well, because you kept <laughs> I mean, yeah. female, women. yeah, because you kept hearing a lot of female voices in the stormtrooper uh, costumes. I was expecting Phasma to show up somehow. I, yeah. I, I mean, I thought she was going to be the spy. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Uh, right. Oh, yeah. Which would have thematically made sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I got the Weasley really early on. As soon as oh, they no. showed yeah, the yeah, boardroom yeah. scene, I was like, oh, it's that guy. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> He's not dead. It's that guy. I did yeah. too, but like, well, I already doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> But I thought for sure she'd be a part of that. Because to just have a character like Phasma, who you just heavily push for two movies, and then we're just like, nope. She's got to be the Fett. 
Vet <laughs> showed up for a for a scene in the last one. <laughs> like I really was expecting to see her. Like, like even if they just showed Gwendolyn Christie outside of her armor. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Because she was because of what they found out in the last movie. You know, everybody or in the hidden scene or whatever, yeah. they all found out that she's that she's the one that sold him out in the first one. Mm-hmm. That oh. you know she was disgraced and and you know and cast out or something like that. At least would have liked to have seen Gwend- Gwendolyn Christie. Just doing something. Oh, she's like with the band of, of stormtroopers who see. That's like what I would have done. I would have yeah. had a scene where she's the one, like when they're like, "Hey, we have a place to get parts." I would have to be like, "Let's take you back to our thing," and there she is. Yeah, there you she have is. a moment where Finn's like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" She's like, "Hey, calm. I know, I got it. <laughs> calm down, bro." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Rain was like, "No, give me one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give me one thing I did that you're not gonna undo." <laughs> yeah, you can have the rest. Um, generally. Uh, like I said, uh, I think in the in, in Taste of Dragons and in, mm-hmm. in that one earlier, because uh, you asked us what of our thoughts were of it. Yeah. Uh, my thoughts on this movie are it was not disappointing. Cool. It was not great. It was not terrible. I just at least I wasn't disappointed in it hmm. uh, because uh, there was a lot of beats that I actually really enjoyed, um, and I realized as I was watching them, I knew that they were completely catering to what I wanted or you know what what I expected. And mm-hmm. I got that. I was like, all right, that's fine. I realize this is put in for this feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was a lot of other parts where I was just like, I don't like this. Like, I wasn't a big fan of of the Leia stuff just because I knew these scenes were shot around what they could shoot or yeah. what they already had. It also her. never fully fit. And it didn't fit. Exactly. Oh. So I, 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 for me, like the first couple of scenes were fine or the first couple of shots, I should say. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. They actually did a really good job. And then it just kept going. And I was like, "Why stop showing her?" I, I get it. So like, no, I, and I completely get it. Why you are, you know, this is this was what she was supposed to be. This is supposed to be her final, sh- uh, you know, final di- uh, out. Right. However, uh, they just showed her too much of what just didn't fit in there for mm-hmm. me. Okay. Um, and I also really didn't like the CG that they did when they showed the flashback of no. her training with Luke. The, none uh, of their CG has worked well, for no, me. It no? yeah. looked okay on Luke. Yeah, Luke actually looked Luke okay. Looked fine. I don't know why she looked like a doll. I think they used the. I think they just took what they used in Rogue One, in Rogue One mm-hmm. and they just yeah, popped that into this. I didn't which think Rogue, that Rogue, Rogue that One great didn't look that great. Either. Well, you know what's even weird, and this is such a weird nitpick. Uh-huh. Even before their masks were on, were off. Yeah, I'm like those two don't have the same body type. They don't look the same height. They don't look like the people they're supposed to be. Like I mm-hmm. knew that was supposed to be Luke yeah. and Leia. Right. I'm like, but that Leia was not built like that. Yeah. That looks almost like it was Ray, and they just put the mask. Like they didn't even before the mask were off. I'm like those two don't look like who they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark right. Hamill at his youngest in Star Wars was never built the way that Luke was built, even just silhouetted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he couldn't move that well. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, as I said in the podcast, I did not hate this movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I did not love it. I think I'd give it if I was to give it a, a one through ten. I'd give it a solid five. Oh. There were stuff I liked in it. I everything with C3PO was fucking hilarious to oh me. yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. um I I did not like The Last Jedi at all um Correct. I didn't I, Same. at all <laughs> I have such huge problems with it yeah. one of my biggest problems with this is that it started in the first film it got exacerbated in the second film and it's just fully convert that the force went from a hard magic system to it's now a fully soft magic system yeah. The yeah. force now is it does whatever the writer needs it to do. There are no actual That wasn't what it always was? It didn't used to be. Star Wars used to be a, a, the force used to be a little bit more of a hard magic system where there were rules. There were things that Jedi's could do versus what Sith could do. There were while there's a shit ton of force powers, 
not every Jedi can do them all. Certain Jedi are predisposed yeah. to be able to do certain powers. Like in Fallen Order, um, Cal has the power to sense the history. Not every Jedi can sense the history of an yeah. object. You can touch a thing and know the story. Behind. All Jedi can pretty much do the basics. Force push, force pull, force choke, uh, uh, running, jumping high, fast. It- but there's highly specific powers that not every Jedi is supposed to be able to do. Is it because they're all dead? So so these are just the all of the powers <laughs> culminating. have unfortunately, two people? Unfortunately, and I hate to say this, because I, I know this is a contentious phrase, it was just the further Mary suing of Rey. Just everything she tries, she could just do. Oh, right. And you, you couldn't, I couldn't even excuse, well, she was trained by Leia. Mm. Leia was never that good with the Force in this continuity. They even show where Leia never finished her training and she quit. Leia can't, you can't, Lady can't teach and those manuscripts can't show you enough like when she just instantly gave life force to that worm I just assumed that that had happened before and it was in the time I would yeah. yeah, and I was I was more along the lines of oh, okay, this is what she can do well. Like exactly. you know, like, like, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, okay, this is the thing that she and has. I was okay with it if that and was. Then she, but everybody started using it by the end of the movie. Yeah, and it was like. Uh, and exactly, I just didn't enjoy the soft the the, so the full transition to the force is now a soft magic system. Which fine, uh-huh. I myself in fantasy never find soft magic systems that fun because then there are no real rules. There's no mm-hmm. limitations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, our character is being set on fire. Not anymore because now I'm, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. Because even Palpatine, when with his lightning at the very end, you could just say, oh, well, that's what he's predisposed to. He's a lightning person. Exactly. Yeah. This is what you know him as. Oh. This is how he can do all of this lightning. And then when okay, she shoots it, and then the movie had like its own weird leaps of logic. Like you were able to sense Chewie on that Star Destroyer, but you couldn't sense he wasn't on that. She was distracted and <laughs> angry. <laughs> it had its own weird leaps of logic. Like when you yeah. see Ray floating, which is, by the way, a thing most Jedi can't actually do, just flat float, but some can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would have been useful during any other port in this movie. Uh, uh, yeah. She used it to j- make big jumps. Oh, I like, what was <laughs> the point? But that's the thing Jedi like the can only do. Time. Yeah. Yeah. What was the point you were making about Palpatine that was very funny earlier? Ooh, I don't remember. You were saying that you you were reading on the internet that someone was like, if Palpatine just hadn't explained his plan, oh, I know. all of this would have worked. Oh, yeah. She was uh, heading there to kill him anyway. Oh, yeah. Actually, Mr. Sunday Movies <laughs> did a thing about that. He's like, this whole movie happens because Palpatine announced himself. Had he just attacked, he, yeah. there'd be no movie. He Palpatined himself. Yeah. <laughs> All you need to do is just be GLaDOS like he looked like, <laughs> and it would be fine. But I, no, he, he, but he had to explain it because he had to explain it to us yeah. in yeah. the movie theater yeah. because that's in how In his it works. defense, it was very Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it wasn't like, oh, man, I can't believe he did that. It was like, no, he would totally do yeah. that. So, I Jen mean, and I were talking about like the biggest crime in this movie is I actually liked Ben Solo. When he converted to Ben. Yeah. yeah. And to me, I almost feel like this was the movie saying he was supposed to go Ben in the second movie. but I think so. But it didn't happen, so now yeah. we had to rush it here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I liked, I would. I actually would have loved it had Rey gone evil. See, that's what I was yeah. I would have loved had she gone evil, and when Palpatine tried to jump bodies, if she was like, oh, no, not you. I am just now the villain for the next trilogy. Mm-hmm. Not possessed by you, though. I myself have decided I'm on the dark side. I'm having no, as Jen said, I'm having no fucking fun as a Jedi. See, (laughs) the thing is, is Ben is, like, miserable as a Sith, and she is miserable as a Jedi. They are both on the wrong side. Neither of them are finding peace in the Force in their current position, like how I feel. Uh Which um, is the point, I think, right? It's also a war, though, so I don't know if it's, like, their social situation or their alignment. I think it's more like, hey, every. Everyone's dying all of the time. Well, the ways well, that Jedi even like Ben, like even Ren, he like they were coming up 
out on top. Like, even then, he was still raging and destroying his ship, at, like, in the first one, in which we know that they were kind of at their start, their highest, but even before, you know, the Starkiller base blew up and all that stuff. I, I don't know. I Part of it is, I just think she was, she looked way more badass. <laughs> I mean, and it kills me that no one deserves, like, a staff or double-sided lightsaber as much as she, she oh, I would know. rock that. <laughs> oh, What's yeah. sad is that Daisy Ridley's very pretty. And she has just never gotten a single cool-looking outfit in the franchise. She she got the one when she was dark, when she was evil. No, that's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm so like, she got the it, one. It's like, you guys have shown you know how to design phenomenal females in this trilogy. Let her dress cooler than she... I get it. It's supposed to mimic Jedi robes. It just doesn't look great on her. And she's a beautiful girl. She's athletic. She... I give her... She is a very... I almost wanted love to look into her. I've never looked into Daisy Ridley. I bet you she did dance at some point because she knows how to use her body in scenes, mm-hmm. which not every actor does. Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> sorry, she dances like a baby giraffe. <laughs> I wish she had gotten a cool outfit. Yeah. Can I ask you a question, Amanda? You sure. said there were two things you were hoping for in the movie, and you didn't get them. Uh, it was just, this was mentioned on Taste of Dragons last or later earlier in the week. Uh, what my, two things were you hoping for? My biggest one was the end. Is they have the scene where they're both unconscious, and then they they throw Ben off of the cliff, and then she wakes up. And then I knew from from context clues from earlier in the film that she was going to call upon the other Jedi. And I so badly wanted for her to stand up, and then for Ghost Luke to appear, and then Ghost Leia, Harry Potter and then style. Alec Guinness. <laughs> And then, like Avatar, the last Airbender, it just, just fills up with all of the Jedi that Anakin killed. Even better, all of the arena, all of the the peons become the Jedi that had fallen in the purge. Right, oh. to all also the, be there with all them. of the children and all of like uh, uh, Shakti and uh-huh. all of the you have that one kid. Ones. Yeah, Anakin, what are you doing here? It, it would have been <laughs> so cool. They said Sam that they Jackson's wanted, like, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> they said that they wanted to make it full circle, and if they're implying that Palpatine is the reason for everything, for him to have gotten undone by everyone that he was that he killed. He did, yeah. I think they implied that with the voices, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed, but visually that would have what been What a visual like, that would have been. I, I would have lost yeah. my shit. He's got, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got all the Sith inside of him, but she has all the Jedi around, around her. Around her. Yeah. Yeah. She's really surrounded nice. where he has, yeah. It's it's all for one versus one yeah. for all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there it is. What Damn. was the second thing? <laughs> uh, I, I don't specifically remember the second one now that I'm going to talk about it, but I do have a very funny story about the friend that I went to the movie oh, with. Oh, no, yeah. Is we went with our friend Marlene, um, and she's been very good. She didn't watch any of the trailers. She didn't watch synopsis, no Just reviews. wanted to be in she the dark in, like, to get it. Very dark. About three-fourths the way through the film, she left to use the bathroom. Which you do. Yeah. Right? And she was in the bathroom at the same time as one of the other theaters let out. And uh, while, she was in the, <laughs> yeah, while she was in the stall, a mother and daughter were in there. And the, the mother turns to her daughter and she's like, I, I don't know why uh, uh, Leia disappeared at the same time as Kylo Ren did after Ren gave him her energy. And, Mar- Mar- <laughs> and then they all just died. And then uh, Marlette said she was so shocked. She's like, I didn't say anything at the time. She goes, but I should have just screamed at the top yeah. of my lungs. From it's the like, stall. Why? There's a rule. You can't talk to you in your car. And... <laughs> And we saw the second showing. Uh-huh. So they were the first people to see that in that theater that night. Like, they knew they were going to come out with people who hadn't seen it yet. Uh, so she was very disappointed. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, that's... Wah, 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 wah. Jill, oh, what were the two things you wanted to see that you got to see? I know what they are, but... Oh, yeah. So, like, I, I, it's not that I didn't like this movie. I just don't care still. 
the last one left such a bad taste in my mouth that I, I haven't cared about a Star Wars movie since Rogue One at this point. Right. So I don't think this was bad by any means. Mm-hmm. I feel like they did a great job giving fan service to everything everyone who loves Star Wars would like. Mm-hmm. Like the whole first 20-something minutes of it was just like, you like this, don't you? Isn't it cool? Cool, right? right? We're Remember so how much sorry you like? about the last one. We're right. so sorry. Which, which to a degree, yeah, I didn't like the last one, but I really do appreciate the people who did like it because they're so passionate about it that mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, well, it wasn't for me. It just wasn't. That was my jam. Mm-hmm. I do so, sometimes wonder if it's the Emperor has no clothes situation with that I, last one. I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I don't understand it at all. But I'm happy that somebody liked it because yeah. if nobody liked it, I mean, we'd obviously know it was that bad. Yeah. So... Anywho, we're watching that. We're, I'm enjoying myself. Everything is like by the numbers. We see them undoing everything and fixing everything. And the whole time, all I wanted were Ewoks and Jawas. <laughs> <laughs> and in the last five minutes of the movie, I got my Ewoks. I got my Jawas. Although, and I was like, I was like, as soon as that Utini happened, I was like, this is a golden movie. <laughs> we're good, man. The creepiest I've seen Ewoks it. look in a while. It was just, you know, it they was a shot weird. from behind. I'm okay with that. I was all right with it. I was seeing their little teddy bear heads. I was like, dude, their let's, eyes let's do this. So let's weird, be on Endor. Though. Let's do the this The last shit. 30 years have been rough. It's, it's been a rough time for the Miwoks, man. They're not the heroes you know, of the Rebellion anymore. They've, they've, people have forgotten them at this point. I feel it's like very maybe sad. I would have liked this movie more if I felt like part it undercut itself in some ways. One, I think we, we said this. It was terribly edited. It was just scene, 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 I scene, complained scene, about scene. that as soon as we... Me. It was like a series of it, it, They did not... There wasn't a, a second that, that wasn't like calculated or edited for. They, they it just seemed like a series move. of fetch quests. They, see, I, okay, I, I don't even think it's that it was, uh, it's the pacing, I think, was very off on the edited sequences with Leia. I literally just, uh, I, like, I'm I, 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 for the rest of the movie, they had plenty of time to fuss with everything, and I think it was exactly the way he wanted it. That's, it's fine. The stuff with Leia was so kind of, this is on purpose, making sure you can see these are sequences really with her. We're not using, like, any. Right. Yeah. You see the sequences where she's not real, where it's a fake thing, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And then behind. these are real from her, and it, it just... It was so blatant that it, oh. it, it and, and it didn't. It's not that it didn't work. The sequences were fine. They just they didn't fit in the movie to me. Like everything yeah. else blended well, and then you oh. got these sequences with Leia that just didn't. It didn't fit anymore. Yeah, I, it just made me wish she was Holdo in the other movie. I really wish I think, that was yes. the way her hero oh, went out. Yeah, like yeah. like yeah. that isn't a that is one of the most. But how sad would that have been too though? Like to know she, you know, force spice, 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 space uh, clears herself out of everything, and then at the end she just decides I'm going to sit here in the ship and it blows up. Okay, but they could have actually explained it by saying, well, only a force user could use it because otherwise the ship would just go through it. But yeah. because she's using the force in order to do this, not anybody can do this. Only a a person yeah. who has been trained yeah. can do this. Well, especially because uh, <laughs> that move should not have worked. No. Be a st- established Star Wars canon. That's not how that works, unless you were aided with the Force. That's what I'm saying. Sense. Yeah, right. But I feel like the movie undercut itself in a lot of ways, like because part of it was clearly this was obviously two movies put together. This was what I meant the second mm-hmm. movie to be, but yeah. I left, and uh-huh. this one. So one, just never stop fucking dumping new characters that never got full time to bloom. Yeah, I wanted more from Zori Bliss because I liked her. Mm-hmm. I wanted more from what's her face that Finn met. Because yeah. I liked her, Carrie Russell, but yeah. no, not Carrie Russell, but oh. Oh, the, stor- the, the stormtrooper girl. Oh, the on Endor. Yeah. Gotcha, but gotcha. I didn't get to know her very much. I wanted, like, yeah, Carrie Russell, Zori Bliss. I wanted to get to know her more, but the movie was just constantly because again, it was felt like two movies. But then also like leaps of logic. Like, where the fuck did that is more Star Destroyers than the fucking Empire <laughs> ever possessed at the peak of its power? And where did they get all those people? Every Star Destroyer has they 2, were in the audience. people manning. Yeah, it. but but also like guys. <laughs> 
we got a Death Star, and then we got another Death Star, and now and we, then have we got a, a planet Death, Death Star, Star, and now we yeah. have a fleet of Death Star. So I was okay with it. I was like, they can't do a Star Wars movie without a Death Star. But I just can. don't know how. I, I, I see. I don't disagree with you. I feel like a Death Star, another Death Star. I would have been like, yeah, I'm about that. Right. Like weird penis things in the bottom of the Star Destroyers. They're not my jam. I, I was like, what? Who needs penis cannon on everything? Like, chill the hell out, guys. Well, everything me, doesn't need to destroy planets. You, you know, how power yeah, you need exactly. to destroy a planet. They and don't me, know how to not do it. Like, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. But for me, had this movie not been too cut together we could have gotten time to explain how the empire had those resources let's explain why the fuck we have sith troopers other than i want an action figure with red troopers now yeah mm-hmm. um you know they were they were pretty fucking pimp though. no they look great yeah, but I there was no purpose I, to them I they couldn't do that. anything special that the other troopers couldn't do yeah i didn't mm-hmm. know are they supposed to be spore sensitive they're supposed to be sith troop we don't know oh okay <laughs> they, yeah, they're, they're just called sith troopers yeah. yeah and then like even dumb shit and this is not i know this sounds nitpicky but it's not i mean it is yeah but like well, thank God Ray stood in that exact perfect fucking spot on that hill with that fucking knife with the ruler in it because it was a highly specific oh, yeah, location that that knife had to match up to. That was the force, man. Why would you make that knife? <laughs> Why wouldn't you just go get it? That's, yeah. Right? Yeah. When, when she hold, held up the knife, I was like, oh, okay, it must be like magic. It's I thought it would project like a beam magic. or something or but show like a hollow map. But they made that knife after, after the ship, the ship crashed. crashed. Just go get the fucking holocron. Right? Yeah. Also, stop calling fucking Wayfinders. They're goddamn holocrons. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you sons of bitches. They're goddamn holocrons. <laughs> and then the other thing, you know, speaking of the uh, the Star Destroyers with their, you know, their Death, their, Star, their cannons. Death Star cannons, I was expecting when it shot, uh, the very first time we see it shoot and it destroys a planet, I was expecting it just to blow out a side of the planet. Yeah. Like, Not it's still, the like, planet. like, it still destroys it, but it, like, it can't completely. Or crack it in half. Yeah, yeah that's or... what I was thinking. Like, like when it first started just kind of cracking and that one side blew off, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then the rest of it went. I was like, oh, now you're going too far. Uh, and then secondary, it shares the same weakness as an Independence Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. You destroy yeah. the one ship. You, you just shoot the cannon and the rest of the ship blows up. And then, yeah, you also destroy the ship. But then they destroy the ship with the beacon. But they still left the beacon alone. They can just reactivate the but beacon. But then that didn't matter because then they showed that apparently yeah. the Star Destroyers did launch because then they showed all the other planets that were destroying Star Destroyers. Like, so you did launch them? Yeah. Well, they got, got like one or Some two out. out. <laughs> Including yeah. one, which, by the way, they made sure that Dominic Monaghan, whose role was useless. Yeah. They even made sure when he goes, why don't we pull a holdo? You know that doesn't work that way. And then they show one of the planets clearly did that to a Star Destroyer. So yeah. I guess it does. I also didn't like that R2 was pretty much sidelined. Yeah. He had his one moment. Hey, we needed a new droid, okay? Dio. Hello. It is I, Dio. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's all I could think when I heard Oh my God. Yeah. I just want to go take those memes of Did the, you hear the, me say it? I, you couldn't yeah. hear me talking about it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that everyone in that theater didn't say, shut the hell up. But I, I'm pretty sure, I think part of my problems with the film and it undercutting itself were because it was obviously two movies put together. Mm-hmm. There were some things thematically that did, like when Leia, not Leia, when um, Ray. Maz Kanata gives Ray Leia's saber, I actually said to Carlos, I'm like, okay, so. Ray's going to fight with her master saber and Ben, now that he's Ben, he's going to get to use his mom's saber since she's still giving him energy. Mm-hmm. Then when she just gives him Luke and pulls out Leia, I'm like, no, you flipped it. No, no, because <laughs> the girl got the girl saber and the boy got the boy <laughs> And even saber. the whole thing of like, oh no, he got to fight with Anakin's saber. That doesn't mean shit. Anakin means nothing to Kylo. He doesn't know Anakin. He knows Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It should have been him with his mom's saber, especially since apparently she was still connected to him life force wise. And Ray should have had her master saber I just felt like this was supposed to be the end of the Skywalker saga. But it all came down to not the Skywalkers. Like this lineage, this bloodline that destroyed the galaxy. Mm-hmm. It really came down to a Palpatine. I think yeah. they brought balance to the Force. I like that Leia mm-hmm. 
didn't disappear until he died yeah. because it yeah. was like his mom was waiting for him. And I, I thought that was that. super yeah. cute. Yeah. It's just like, no matter what he did, it was like, no, I won't make you go by yourself. It, and that was the only was moment sweet. where I remembered that she was, that, that um, <clears throat> Carrie Fisher was. was actually dead. Like, oh, yeah, during yeah. the first parts, like they did a good enough job for me to not think about That's her, awesome. her yeah. in any way. Mm-hmm. So she was just in the movie. She was in the movie. But that moment for him to uh, get uh, shook and to turn was more poignant. Pope uh, was more poignant because of the out of game knowledge I had of Carrie Fisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me to buy into what he's feeling because I was feeling that about the actress. Mm-hmm. I, I will say that I I usually be kind of a shitty person about that kind of stuff. I'm like, well, whatever. I actually did like that scene that she didn't fade away till he did, only because of some personal stuff. Where uh, yesterday was the day before a thing that happened in my life a couple years ago personally happened. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this is sweeter to me than it probably would be if I didn't have that on my mind yeah. going into the movie. Yeah. There mm-hmm. was stuff I liked. I didn't hate this movie. I just didn't love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, and yeah. I hate to say, I feel like Mandalorian's hurting my perception because <laughs> I'm like, so this is though. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. This is the Star Wars I like. You can do it. You're just not doing it. No, no, no. They gave us the Star Wars we like at the beginning of the movie well, you know what for it like is? a good 20 minutes. I'm it all for fan service. Like. I'm not going to bitch about fan service. I'm all about that life. But there comes a point where it's so much fan service, it's no longer at the service of the movie. Parts of this movie did feel like a movie made out of fear. It was patronizing after a while. Yeah. But I'll take it. It's still better than the last movie I saw. And fuck them because they've now bas- they basically confirm Ahsoka's dead. Oh, I was going to ask, did, what was the deal? She's with, one of the voices right here. Mm-hmm. She was, right? Which, okay. since she's a voice, that means she has to be dead because she only heard dead Jedi. Mm. Which yeah. fucking kills me. Although the voice actress showed up to the Star Wars premiere in the coolest fucking suit. Yeah. <laughs> it was a crushed orange velvet suit with white and blue Aww. striped lapels. <laughs> so cool. She looked great. Yeah. She looked so good. I, I wish that very last <laughs> shot with um, with Leia and Luke looking I've at been her. been the other four ghosts. Well, not just that, but I wish uh, Ben would have been there. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I, I wish he just would have showed up. Because he died as a Jedi. Yeah. Did his, yeah. And he, yeah. and he disappeared thing. as well. Which is, yeah. when you disappear, that's when you become a Force ghost. Yeah. He disappeared, so he should be yeah, there. Yeah, because Sith don't disappear. When yeah. Sith die, they have a physical body because... Yeah. Well, well, most Jedi, this is a, yeah. this is a brand new thing that that, uh, that they, you know, they, that they just discovered yeah. with Force ghosts. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it, it, that was that was a little weird to me. I did not like the kiss between the two of them. Didn't it, it came out of nowhere to so me? Forced. Especially if Again. you go to what it actually is. Uh, that Palpatine is is Anakin's father because he's the one that impregnated um, uh, uh, Shmi. Shmi with the Force, which is actually him. Immaculate conception. Immaculate yeah. conception. But that just means that they are second cousins. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> First cousins, and then you have your second cousins. Yeah, it's a second cousin. It's fine. Come on, Mean Girls. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, yeah I, I think for me, like, the, the, like when I when I go to see a movie like that, I kind of put on the action adventure goggles. Yes. And so all the leaps and logics, and all the funs, and all the movie tropes, mm-hmm. the kiss at the end, yeah. the I'm dead but not really dead, yeah, yeah, yeah. like those just all fall into the genre that I'm seeing, I guess. Mm-hmm. So like for some reason, while I'm watching it, like I, I'm just having a great time. Agreed. Like Agreed. critically, if I look back, I'm like, well, you know, it's, it's not Roma or it's mm-hmm. not this gritty yeah. thing or it's, you know, like I, it's hard for me to take, I guess, some of those analytics and apply them to this because if I do, they do apply. Yeah. And the movie's like crap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I guess for me with just like the adventure goggles mm-hmm. of just like, hey, yeah, pop, 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 flash, 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 flash. Yeah. As uh, I was... It wasn't too much that I wasn't able to follow along with the story yeah. and enjoy the spectacle mm-hmm. and still get, you know, some value out of the nostalgia and the and the and the and the, and the, the, the story points itself. Yeah. 
but so I think in the end, like I was tearing up in this movie when when it came to certain um, visuals, mm-hmm. even even the ending of showing uh, visuals that I thought were just so iconic and nice. Like I was tearing up just by the beauty of them, mm-hmm. um, and, and not that they compare to other films that have really good, beautiful things, but mm-hmm. just for the action movie genre, it was more than they had to do. I thought, yeah, for me, yeah, it definitely so I, gave I, me I just that, had a good time. Yeah, it definitely gave me that that it feeling. Like oh, it felt that, like that Star I would Wars. Like it, it was right. definitely, like especially when like the music was welling up and everything. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, I'm in it." John Williams knows what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> it was one of those, it, I'm, I'm absolutely in it. This is great. It's just, yeah, all these things that we are saying. It is. It did not hold me back from enjoying the movie. Yeah, they're it's so just minor. Yeah. After the after the fact, you know, thinking about it, it's just when I was, eh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Said, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just wish. Okay, this is my my little my criticism. I just felt like the I love drama. I love drama and everything the I drama. consume. But spill that tea. Um, <laughs> I didn't appreciate the weirdness between Poe and Finn. And regardless of whether or not you want to make them a couple or not, they seem to be arguing over nothing. And like it was like like couples do. Yeah, I was gonna say just make them a couple. Just like. For, yeah. I get it, China, foreign markets, whatever, whatever. Um, but like at the same time, like for them to be like. Like, you know, Finn's got his own secret to the point where, like, Poe's like, wait, are you just not, are we not friends? Are you not going to tell me? And Poe's like, and Finn's like, yeah. It's like, oh, oh, okay. So you're not as strong of a. They should never have introduced that whole, like, I have something to tell you and then not actually pan it out. Either pan it out or just cut that out of the film. Mm -hmm. I felt like it was very Lando and Han, their relationship. was It wasn't that they hated each other. It's just, like, that was their thing. That was their thing of constantly being angry at each other. But also, like. You gotta put the veil of like they're at war. <laughs> it's like, like I will totally apologize to you in a month after I've taken a nap. <laughs> you know what? One thing I will say this, and I know that I might be out on a limb here. I did not need to see Han Solo again. I actually uh, enjoyed that part uh, only I, only because Harrison Ford said he would never come back for the well, Star Wars right. movie, and he came back Here's for this thing. one. I enjoyed it. I actually yeah. enjoyed yeah, seeing yeah, yeah. it. I enjoyed. I always love seeing Han Solo. Yeah. I just didn't need it. I, I, I don't think thematically. It just to me, it, it just halted that moment weirdly. I mm-hmm. get why it was there. I just didn't need it, especially because I'm my out of to use your yeah. phrase, my out of game knowledge. Mm-hmm. You are the reason why this trilogy is constructed the way it is because you made them kill you off. Yeah, but but no, because mm-hmm. Kylo said "Dad," and then he stopped him and said "I know," which is from oh, I the got other it. movie. I understand yeah, it. That was, yeah, that was actually was, that was actually pretty great. I actually and I liked that yeah. scene. I just don't think it was necessary. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but for me, it was because of my out of out of movie out of game knowledge <laughs> yeah. uh, was because that probably was meant for Carrie Fisher. Yeah, mm. they just couldn't do that. Yeah. So they probably That's even probably went like, to Harrison Ford and was like, "Hey, listen, it's supposed to be Carrie. This is supposed to be Carrie, yeah. but would be. you mind filling in for her?" Right. That's yeah. probably the only way that he came back to this. Oh, it and makes me sadder. And now. that's what I thought <laughs> when Doesn't I saw it. Doesn't hurt him. more thinking about it. Like oh, that. yeah. And that's what I thought when I saw it. I was like, "Oh, wow, he's actually back." Oh, oh, <laughs> this is why. That's nice. So, well, <laughs> the movie was definitely constructed that that was supposed to be Carrie. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> so there were. Yeah. Go ahead. If, if you guys, did, I don't know if anybody else read it. Uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter wrote a really awesome yeah. uh, little like uh, uh, just medium article. I think it was, mm-hmm. uh, and it was. I think on, it might have been on the anniversary of her passing yeah, or her yeah, birthday. Yeah, yeah, I think it was, on her it was birthday, like actually. a month or two ago. Yeah, 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 yeah it was a month yeah, or two yeah. ago. And she actually wrote. What, oh, that was uh, one with her playing the the. A cello or something on the bat and her favorite yes, bathtub. So. Oh, it, yeah. It, it was oh. a really beautiful article about how she now feels like she's the her, like her mother was the keeper of, of Princess Leia's spirit, wow. and how she had to constantly show people in real life how important it is to have this kind of like go getter, have yeah. hope, be the spark, be that person because she had such a hard life. Yeah. 
and and having Star Wars was something so important and so magical to her that she felt the need to continue that. And her daughter was like, and now I now I'm the keeper of that. I feel like I have to keep that alive. It was really cool seeing moments that she was talking about in the article that she couldn't explain because yeah. it was about the movie. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like really if, if you have oh, seen it, it in the movie too. It was yeah. it really was a great article and like it it very much so like will make you tear up a little bit because it's like it's just kind of beautiful to see someone like it's her daughter talking about her mother's impact on the world and how now she feels like she being able to be on screen with her mom, how important it was to them as a family. And it was just super cool seeing her and like if you have a chance yeah. do it because wow. it'll it'll okay. brings it brings to light so many of those sequences. Which is why, again, it goes back to the weird editing. And at the same time, it's like, but it doesn't matter because you're like, it's okay because this is the person that's the spark that keeps it going. Like, this oh, is yeah, so cool. Yeah. You know, almost in, almost in the Star Wars way because, you know, it's Echoes. That kind of article, when I read it too, which it's also got a great photo spread because it's uh, on her birthday. She decided to take photos in her mom's favorite parts of the house. Aww. And she played uh, an instrument, whatever. And she's like, she's like, whether I know how to play it or not, if my mom liked this instrument, I'm going to play it in one of these rooms. Um, but when I read that article, it reminded me of... Um, Shortly, they were already filming it, but after she passed, it came out. There's a documentary about um, Carrie Fisher and her mom, and it was so fun to read that article and realize that Carrie Fisher and Billy Lord had the relationship that Carrie Fisher and Debbie Debbie Reynolds Reynolds had. Wow. That Debbie Reynolds was Carrie Fisher's best friend, and her other best friend was Billy Lord, and Billy Lord's best friend was Carrie Fisher. Yeah. It was a really nice article to read, and I I agree with you, Joe. I, I was like... Seeing her in the film, she looks enough like her. I wish she had just played the flashback Leia mm-hmm. in the mask without lighting. It would have worked. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Or at least, you know, do the digital whatever the hell that they do with a lot of them. They didn't need to do the full CGI. CGI yeah. That stuff weirds me out. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. what's weird is yeah. we know it can be done because yeah. Marvel can do it. And you guys are the same company. Yeah, I know. That's well, I know you can do it. Yeah. Let's, were, let's end this out. Oh, yeah. Here, yeah go for uh, it. Go there for were it. three times that I cried yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh, one, when Life is Strange 2 ended. It takes a Dragon's podcast uh-huh. to hear more. Uh, Star Wars, like the last quarter, from like Han Solo to Leia and all that stuff <laughs> until the the final little scene, mm-hmm. um, and then right before that, that freaking Mulan trailer. Oh my uh, god! That trailer has turned me around on that movie. Oh, that yeah. movie's gonna kill Ugh. me. Yeah. I, think- I was watching it like I'll be fine. This is just Mulan. It's fine. And then mm-hmm. as soon as like the orchestra, the or- orchestral oh, yeah. reflections start yes. playing, I'm like, oh. And then the dad's training. I'm like, oh. That trailer actually done. has turned my opinion of that movie around on its head. Yeah. yeah. Before yeah. we saw it, we were all like, eh, I don't know. Um, we talked about this in the podcast. The amount of thought Disney actually put into it, like the reason why the phoenix is there is because in Chinese mythology, phoenixes oh. tend to have male and female traits. So they represent the bonding of male and female. Really? So Mulan is the phoenix because she's, she's a female phoenix. with male traits. Yeah, like no. They actually put a lot of thought into oh, this yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Probably the most thought they put into one of their remakes. Yeah. So, so to finish out our Star Wars conversation, uh, what was your favorite part of the movie? Oh. Uh, so, Anthony, go for it. I noticed you didn't say my name, Master Poe, but I'm fine. <laughs> Every <laughs> single goddamn line from C-3PO made me kill myself. I was dying laughing. Nice. Jen? Oh, no, because I was going to say C-3PO, too. That's wow. fine. You can have the same favorite same part. And um, uh, Jedi Ben's hair getting my, just better. Yeah, you got to blow out. <laughs> It's like, uh, I'm going to be evil. Oh, no, now I'm good. My hair is gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what happens when you turn light. There you go. <laughs> that's not. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, for me, it was the I know. It was when yeah. Ben and, and, Hans, and Han Solo were talking, and he goes, to, hey, Dad, I, I wanted to say something to her, and he just goes, I know. Yeah. Like that for me. And it wasn't it, – it took me a second to, to realize what yeah. happened. Because it was one it was of those, good. huh, that was, oh, oh. My heart. Oh. <laughs> He said that to Carrie. Oh, 
All right. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. It. <laughs> it was really well done. This was completely worth the rest of it. That's great. <laughs> Joe? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Amanda? I, I liked all the moments where they went back to like original scenes. I liked the the, the half of a Death Star on Endor, mm-hmm. and I really liked her ending it where it started on Tatooine with the last shot of the double moons. That actually yeah. was nice. I give the, I, yeah. that's a nice or scene. double suns. Double suns, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. For what they had to do, they, they kind of... They, they buttoned it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and it had that like weird, dusty, not filmically good quality the original one had because yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It was filmed really yeah. in a desert with not great cameras. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, you guys actually, yeah, yeah. did it. And then uh, how about you, Troy? Yeah, I think for me, uh, my favorite part was the uh, moment where they're all gearing up to go on for the final fight, and mm-hmm. they're on the uh, the Force Planet. And everyone's like tossing bags and jumping into into fighters and just getting ready. And it's like one big sleeping shot. The prep yeah. moment. The prep moment because that's like so classic for like the set. Yeah. Old, that old type of movie. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded it, me of the Yavin 4 battle. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, and other movies like it. And I think a lot of Star Wars, I'm always looking for that thing that's going to rekindle that inner child Star Wars thing. Mm-hmm. And that was that was the moment in this movie for me where I'm like, oh, we're doing it. We're getting it. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna go yeah. get them. And just seeing it all sleeping, just it, 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 it got me in. Nice. <laughs> oh, nice. and kudos to John Williams, who is now an official X-Wing pilot. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, that was him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. I agree. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, uh, I think that's a good place to end and our Star Wars discussion. That's your Star Wars minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, th- 30 minutes, 35 minutes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, good way to end a trilogy, I think. Trilogy of trilogies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was good enough. Let's, let's see what happens You're not going to be able to do yeah. everything I for have everyone. My nitpicks, but but you did, I think you did enough for, for a, most. A yeah. square trilogy? Mm. Triangle, triangle. No, like trilogy and oh, square. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it was good enough. Three, three, three. Wasn't my favorite movie, but it wasn't uh, the worst. Oh, cubed. Yes, cubed. Cubed. That's what I was thinking. It wasn't my favorite, but it wasn't the worst. And I will say after this, I take at least four or five years off of another trilogy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just take a break. I I think they're going to go more towards TVs and uh, and one shots or two shots. Obi Wan. Yeah. Obi Wan Chow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all I want. Woo. Deborah Chow. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, all right. So that'll do it for this week's episode, though. Um, Wait, what's up? There's one thing that 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 I would love to happen if that's okay with you, sure. uh, Tater Talks. What do you need? Um, can someone talk about something crispy? Oh, because we didn't say crispy business. I know. We'll let Brian do his sign out. I just really wanted to. We'll have Brian add it in so you can do it for real. Legitimate one. Thank you. All right. So, uh, so yeah, that'll bring us to the end of this week's episode. Um, as always, we record live upstairs inside of Tate's Comics, Woo! powered by our friends at 2000 Brigade. Woo-woo! Yeah. Uh, you can find us online right there, Anthony. Tater Talk 93 on the gram. That's right. And then our... Uh, the space gram. It's a space gram. And then <laughs> Welcome our, to the, the space, space gram. gram. Space gram. <laughs> space Come gram. on. Cool. We just paid Instagram's bills for them. Yeah, they yeah. stole that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then also you can find Taste of Dragons online. Well, that's right. Check us out at uh, at Taste of Dragons on Twitter and Instagram for to keep the conversation going about uh, video games. We talked a little about Star Wars this week, so yeah. yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yes, yeah. we did. Tune Listen in. to it. Yeah, you can hear the rest of the uh, Tater Talk on that uh, that this week's episode that released on uh, this uh, this past Sunday. It's been nice crosscasting with y'all. It has nice crosscast. Should do Would it again you say that sometime. This crosscast was. Crispy? I've been wanting to do that for so long. Something, something, sizzle. 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 Sizz
Uh, no, I, don't like that. I don't like that. I don't want that in all that movie. <laughs> say. No, I don't. That reminds me of the snake jazz from Rick and Morty. No, I don't. Like, no. <laughs> oh, but that was so great. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no. uh, <laughs> next well, we'll return to our normal topics including talking about Mandalorian uh, and a couple other things yeah and maybe we won't delay Doomsday Clock again we don't yeah well, maybe not no oh, promises yeah. we'll see how it goes uh, but yeah as always my name is Brian I'm Anthony I'm Joe I'm Jen and then our very special guests T-Roy and Manda all right thank you guys for joining us for this crosscast Woo! Yay. have a great week wow. everyone bye Bye. Merry Crimbo. Have a happy New Year. Jingle, 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 jingle. <laughs> <laughs>